Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to the Kill Stream. I am your host, Ethan Ralph, the owner and the editor in chief of the RalphRetort.com. Also, Killstream.live, where you see the ad for the Killstream Kingpin Invitational taking place on April 2nd, 2022. Live in the heart of Texas, Dallas, it is the big D. Get your tickets now, Killstream.live slash bowl. We'll talk about that a lot going forward, so I won't waste too much time on it. Uh, although Destiny said he was in today, I will say that. And I'm hoping to be announcing the debate soon. Perhaps with him and Mr. Fuentes, but, well, we'll get to this later. Nick's got a couple things going on today. Uh, we'll talk about that uh, at some point. All right, now, uh, Classical Theist is here. Adam Green's here. We have two Adam Greens on the screen, so that's not that's not how we do it. Um, although that, that would be interesting. Uh, now, let's see. Classical Theist, could you say something, sir? Oh, wait, they can't. Hold on. Uh, I don't think we can hear the tab yet. Hold on. Uh, let me unmute the site. Why can't I hear? There we go. Damn, that sounded crazy. Oh, I know what it was. I know what it is. Hold on. Okay. Now, okay. Now it does not sound demonic. Okay. <laughs> that was, uh, that was insane. All right. Now I have to pin. Let me see. Okay. Now go ahead and say something, sir. Do I sound demonic? Now you do, yes. That does sound. I sound demonic. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, now let me see. This is the brain. Okay, so let me fix this. Okay, there we go. This is all. That's always the hardest part of the show, I think, for me right here is just getting the. Uh, when we do the debates, it's just getting this on the screen, right? It's crazy. All right, now. Adam Green's here. He's been here many times. I'm going to go ahead and let him start off, though, because I think it only makes sense with this uh, type of discussion we're having tonight uh, and let him lay out his stuff here again. Now, viewers of the show has been watching for a while. We'll already know, uh, but others won't. So uh, go ahead, Adam. I'll let you talk. You know how we do intros here. Very informal style uh, debates. Uh, five, ten minutes. You know, take your time. Do what you want. Uh, introduce yourself to a little bit if you'd like, especially you, Classical Theist, when it gets to be your turn. Uh, and, yeah, just go. Sure. Thanks, Ralph. It's uh, good to be back. And I've been anticipating this talk for a while now because the the great I-95 snowstorm, sure. the sure. news making thing that you got stuck in. So it's good to finally be here. I'm glad Classical Theus is here. Uh, I am Adam Green. I My channel is No More News. And I've been focusing on exposing primarily Zionism for the last six or seven years. And in the last years year or so, I have been digging deeper into not just Zionist Christianity, but all Christianity and origins of Christianity. And I've done many videos on this, um, outlining, outline, outlining, excuse me, that it is a deception and it is a delusion. And Jesus is a non-historical, mythological, fictional character, basically, basically. And Christianity is a Jewish literary construct that artificially fulfills Jewish prophecy by quote mining and looking for source material from the Old Testament and then writing a new, basically mystical pesher to fulfill these prophecies. And then it was sold to the Gentiles and it's subversive, it's destructive, and there's really countless reasons that you can talk about that prove Christianity is, is false and I honestly think it's, you know, I don't want to be rude, but I honestly think it's sad that in the year 2022, there's still billions of people that believe in these 
fake Abrahamic Hebrew myths. I mean, to be a Christian, you must believe so many absurd, impossible, unrealistic things from the Bible, like Adam and Eve made from a rib, birth pangs cursed to have painful childbirth, the curse of the talking snake and the magic uh, fruit tree. There's people turning into pillars of salt, Exodus, Passover, Noah's Ark, Jonah and the whale for three days. All of these things you have to tacitly agree are historical events. Otherwise, you're not really a Christian. Virgin birth, walking on water, turning water to wine, multiplying bread and fish, believing in the Holy Ghost, and, and hundreds of other fictional stories, really. And then when you get into the blood magic and atonement sacrifice, scapegoat rituals, the burnt offerings, it really, I feel like, Christians are under a spell and the fact that they believe this fictional history and these fake prophecies really means they're theologically conquered. And um, I could get deeper into, I guess I still have a little bit more time, but I kind of want to get into asking uh, classical theists some questions before I just spout off too much stuff. And he, you know, only will uh, respond to the last thing I said, but there's Paul's letters are the oldest Christian documents that we have. And he uh, self-proclaimed never even met Jesus. He had revelations of the gospel, which was the basics back then of, of a celestial Messiah that was suffered and was crucified and resurrected. And because of that, you're saved and don't go to hell, you go to heaven. But he, he got this whole story just from studying the Old Testament by having revelations, by reading it out of the scripture, like he says. And the whole New Testament is just fake prophecy fulfillment. And they sold it to the Gentiles, duped the Gentiles into believing that, and this has the effect of Judaizing the world. The Catholic Church spread Christianity all over the world, wiped out countless numbers of uh, indigenous uh, pagan religions. and But yet Judaism was preserved and remains and is now uh, stronger than ever, I would argue. Um Paul never met Jesus. His letters are the first things. The Gospels were written like 40 or more years after the supposed crucifixion. And they're, it's by, they're convoluted, contradictory, unknown authors, not dated, full of impossible, unrealistic, implausible events. And I think it's dangerous and... I guess, let me see what else I want to get in here to now, because some of this I'm going to have to reiterate because I want to sure. have a back and forth with uh, Mr. Theist there. I guess I'm Mr. Anti-Theist today. I'm fine with that. I'm, I'm anti the fake God of Israel because that's the big problem here is they convince the whole world, and this fulfills their prophecies. This is their agenda to have the whole world, all the nations, all the goyim, fearing and having obedience and acknowledging the God of Israel. And the Torah is the word of God and their belief and they're following the Jewish Messiah and they believe in towards the Jews for salvation and they validate the old covenant by believing in the new covenant. And, and quite frankly, they also Christians in, in essence protect Judaism because they're just mirroring their craziness. They're, they're basically like two peas in a pod and agree on, on more things than not. They really just disagree on who the Messiah is right now. But they both ultimately want the same thing, an Abrahamic, Davidic king to rule the whole world 
as prophesied in, by the Hebrew prophets. And the Catholic Church spread this all over the world. This the Jews, modern Jews today say, and even top rabbis throughout history say that Christianity is fulfillment of their prophecy, that it's part of God's plan, of his divine plan, and that uh, it's a step towards their messianic age. Christianity is a spinoff. Uh, uh, go ahead. I, I'll stop there. I, I feel like it's been, has it been five minutes? I, I No, it's fine. You can keep going. I going. just thought you were, no, you can keep going. I'm not going to cut no, you That's, that's fine for now. That's I don't want to do too much right, right at the fine. start. Uh, classical Theist, go ahead now. Also, your first time on the show, uh, so introduce yourself a little bit, uh, and then you can respond, and, and we'll go into questioning back and forth, and I might interject here and there, too. Sounds good. Yeah, it's good to be with you, Ethan. Uh, it's good to be here for my first time. Um I do like the show. Um, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I go by the name Classical Theist. Um, and the reason I do is because classical theism is kind of a philosophical uh, term that sort of refers to a certain uh, belief about God that's kind of contrasted against uh, theistic personalists. Don't need to really get into that, but um, – I make a lot of YouTube videos defending uh, what I would call, I guess, classical philosophy, medieval philosophy, uh, the philosophy of St. Thomas Aquinas in particular. Um, I make a lot of arguments for the existence of God, for example. I make arguments for the uh, plausibility of of the Incarnation, which is like the key doctrine of Christianity, more from a philosophical bent. My my YouTube channel is more... um, bent on the philosophical side of things. Um, so, so that's kind of some background information about where I'm coming from. Sure. I am Catholic. Um, I think Adam knows that. Uh, but I guess um, just to uh, respond to some of the things that Adam said, well, maybe before I do that, I do want to kind of just say right from the beginning that Adam and I are coming at this from very divergent um, philosophical paradigms, right? He strikes me as more of a naturalist, more of a what I would call a, a methodological naturalist that is going to necessarily interpret historical data um, on the basis of of sort of a prejudice against miraculous claims, supernatural events, things like that. Uh, Whereas I am not a methodological naturalist. I think, for example, the existence of God can be demonstrated from reason. I think there are good arguments to uh, believe that God exists and that he has providence over the world. And therefore, it shouldn't be necessarily surprising that uh, his own self-revelation in history would be accompanied by various signs and wonders to give testament to his divinity. Um, So I, I don't think simply pointing out miraculous claims in scripture is, is, is necessarily um, a very good uh, argument against it. Um, but I guess just to respond to some of the things that uh, he said, um, uh, gosh, I don't really remember what order, uh, but uh, that's okay. Um, let me think. I get one thing I kind of want to respond to over respond with, would be what he said about uh, what he said about Paul, like about how Paul uh, never met Jesus, and that um, he is sort of just 
I guess, trying to uh, shoehorn his own um, concoction into Old Testament prophecy. Um, what I would say in response to that is, uh, I, because it does seem to me that Adam doesn't even think that uh, Paul believed in a historical Jesus, right? Is that, is it that your seems position? like he didn't. It seems like he had this similar concept as Philo of, of the Logos type of character, kind of like a heavenly uh, derived from the stricture, from the scriptures, from right. his revelations. Now, I don't think those two are necessarily yeah. in total contradiction with each other. But what I will say is that uh, I, I would just point right to 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, which I know is a passage that you've quoted in your videos, but I think it's important to understand the context of 1 Corinthians 15. Uh, and this is what a lot of historical scholars pick up on, um, which is that, you know how it says, for I delivered to you as a first importance what I also received, that Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he raised on the third day in accordance with the scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the twelve. Uh, Cephas is, by the way, the word for Peter. Uh, means rock. Now, that is what a lot of historical scholars pick up on is a very early Old Testament creed. It wasn't uh, necessarily concocted by Paul himself. Um, this is uh, numerous secular historians, atheist scholars, you know, such as Ehrman and others. They are very uh, adamant that this is in reference to an Old Testament, not an Old Testament, sorry, uh, a very early uh, creed that one of there there are several creedal statements in the New Testament that are kind of um, uh, remnants of very early oral preaching from the apostles, and this is most certainly one of them. Uh, where, and this can be dated. Most a lot of secular scholars will 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 admit within five years even of the crucifixion. So what what I what I see here is is pretty good evidence that uh, Paul, uh, he's quoting this creed because he's trying to get across to the Corinthians that his the revelation that he received from Jesus, it's true, he, he does not claim to have met Jesus personally. Um, Paul never met Jesus, exactly. Right, yeah, and that we all admit that. Um, I know. But what I will say is that He's trying to get across to the Corinthians that the gospel that he received from Christ is the same gospel that the apostles were preaching at the beginning. And the content of that gospel, which he contains in the creed, is a claim to a historical witness that Christ did, uh, like it says right here, uh, that he was uh, that he died for our sins, that he was buried, and that he was raised on the third day. He got that from uh, the scriptures, though. That's what the scripture says said would happen. So no, no, no. It's not saying he got that from the scriptures. A, that's what a pesher is. When it there says, was all a, these people writing these mythological. No, wait, hold on, wait, wait. Explain what a pesher okay. is, because I don't know. I honestly don't know what that is myself. Pesher is kind of like a mystical writing where they kind of uh, cherry pick different verses around the Old Testament and the prophets and create a new story. Uh, to like reveal new theological, you know, meanings. Okay, but that doesn't simply saying it's in accordance with the scriptures or in accordance with Old Testament prophecy. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that the creedal that Paul is saying that the creedal statement is of itself directly from 
Old Testament prophecies. He's saying that it fulfills Old Testament prophecy, but this is a reference to a historical event that does happen to also fulfill Old Testament prophecies. That's what it means to say it's in accordance with the scriptures. Okay, here here's where we where we differ. Yes, um, we both agree that Paul is always referencing the Old Testament, saying Jesus fulfilled the the prophecies of the scriptures. Sure, and the same with the Gospels. We both agree with this. Uh, okay. The mythos, top mythicists and, you know, uh, Christians all agree that Jesus fulfilled the prophecies. What I'm asking you is what do you think is more likely, that all of these miraculous things happened uh, just as prophesied by the to the Hebrew prophets hundreds of years before, or that they just wrote a new story fulfilling the prophecies? What is more reasonable, well, more again, likely what, to be the explanation? What is reasonable is going to depend on what our philosophical presuppositions are, okay? I believe that— You have to believe in magic to believe your— No, it's not magic. It's, 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 it it's, is. I don't know what you mean by magic. Define magic. Miraculous, impossible— Miraculous is not the same things. as magic. I mean, I don't believe in magic. I mean, do you believe in witchcraft and sorcery? Because it says it in the Bible. Um, I, in I, think, I think— Yeah, I do believe in demons. What is a demon? Okay. A demon is uh, a— it's a pure intellect. Uh, it's a it's a pure composite you know of that? intellect and will that has. Who's uh, ever re- proven a demon? Do you well, believe I, in exorcisms as well? Like the I, yeah, I do believe in exorcisms. I mean, if, if we're going to go down this route, I think it's pretty silly. But what, what I will say, is, I'm not. I think it's silly too. But it's the Catholic Church that no, believes in this, this 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 sort of line of question. No, I'll say. Hold on, um, I don't I mind the line of question, but let him reasonable line of question. Well, well, no, okay, but well, let, what let I'm him answer is, is all I'm saying. Let him answer one at a time is all. I'm yeah. Saying. So mm-hmm. uh, with res- now, I'm not going to say that you can uh, make a full on demonstrative argument for the existence of angels per se. I do think you can do that for the existence of God. Um, but with respect to angels, okay, first of all, you think you can prove God. Okay. Go ahead. You're talking about the reasonability of angels, right? Well, uh, surely you would admit that even among top end, like philosophers of mind, it's very controversial to believe that the mind is reducible to matter. Uh, that's that's very controversial. That's that's something that uh, that uh, sure it's it's controversial, but something being controversial isn't solid. Yeah, right, now, hold on, you're wait. making an appeal to reasonability. Mm-hmm. You're not making an appeal to yeah. I, is that a bad okay. thing? Well, no. What I'm saying Be is because you are making an appeal to Irrational. reasonability, because you are appealing to reasonability, the fact that um, very intelligent people agree or disagree on a point that. Uh, that, that that lends credence to a position being reasonable. Reasonable does not necessarily mean true. I do grant you that, but uh, you know, because two reasonable people can agree or disagree on on something. But so it's it's very controversial to say that mind is just completely reducible to matter. Um, now, if if that's true, then uh, it shouldn't be. Uh, it shouldn't be too far outside the realm of reasonable discourse to to conceive of minds that uh, have no essential relationship to matter. And that's all that really an angel is. Now, I can make an argument for that uh, because I think that uh, the mind, uh, there is something 
immaterial about mind because it has access to universals. Universals being the forms of things, the common natures of things, which are not uh, reducible to their um, constitutive physical parts. So because the mind has access to immaterial universals, well, it stands to reason that there's something about the mind, there's something about the intellect that is not itself reducible to uh, corporeal matter. Um, and if be, that's though. true... It could well, be. no, none of it has. Not of it has no, you're asserting this as universes. fact and proving it, using it to prove angels and demons. It's a, it's a. Well, I'm not using reach. that to prove angels and demons. I'm using that to prove the possibility of angels and demons. That divine revelation then will give confirmation. I, I don't for. think that you'd be trying, trying to take so much, uh, do so much mental gymnastics to try to explain that angels and demons was real if you didn't believe these scriptures. I no, that's like, not true. Like, that's not on, true, actually. Plato and Aristotle also believed in angels and demons. If, if you were, well, they were wrong. If you were to uh, but they put Christianity under the same scrutiny as you do every other religion that's ever existed, you, you'd laugh and say, oh, Odin's not real, or uh, Muhammad didn't really float away in the clouds. But your religion, you do. Are believe. you really comparing Odin to, uh, to, uh, the to, God of Christianity, uh, which is purported to. to to be actually stories simple, in the Torah, yeah. Be, no, no, no. What I'm saying is, uh, it's it's simply a category error to conflate. Uh, I'm not conflating. I was using it as an example that you you don't scrutinize. You kind of have faith in dogma for your religion, and you go to great length to try to explain it logically. But really, it's it's difficult to do. Before we get too deep into stuff, <clears throat> I had a couple questions because I don't know you know you very well. I know you're been recommended many times by Nick Fuentes when they ask him theological questions. Um, I'm curious, were you, were you raised Catholic? Uh, I was raised Catholic, and then I became an atheist uh, for a few years, and then I reverted back to the faith after reading and do uh, people like Aristotle and Aquinas and, and others. Okay, Aquinas makes uh, arguments which I don't agree with, but for the proof of God, but that doesn't yeah. prove Yahweh, the God of Israel, is real by any means. So it's well, really kind of a non. Well, first of all, uh, I, I would say you're you're half right, you're half wrong. Um, it's true that that uh, the unmoved mover, or what what Aquinas calls pure actuality, which is what he means by God, uh, that does not necessarily prove, uh, you know, the Old Testament scriptures to be the inspired word of God. That that's that's very true. What I will say is that um, when God in the Old Testament reveals his name to to Moses in Exodus three fourteen, and I know you don't believe that story is legitimate, but what I'm saying is when he does reveal his name, what does he say? He says, I am that I am. Now that that view of God as um he who is pure existence itself that coheres very well with uh, the conclusion of St. Thomas's rational argument, which is that God is the pure act of being itself. Uh, I'll concede that you from... can you can find a verse where it sounds similar to uh, like a monotheistic, the, uh, theistical God, but uh, again, it still doesn't prove do anything close to proving the God of the Jews. Well, uh... and I have the problem. I, I don't have a problem with people 
uh, believing in God. I find that understandable. Yeah, but I will try to disprove arguments that I think are flawed. But when people claim to speak for God and have the authority to tell you what God says and what God thinks and what he wants you to do and who's who's chosen and what land they have and who's going to burn in hell, there's lots of problems. And quite frankly, I I find it disappointing that you believe in the God of Israel, of all gods. And it, it surprises me that so many people fail to see um, how that puts us uh, kind of playing into the hands in the Judeo paradigm. Well, let's step back a bit, okay? And let's look at what uh, the what the Christian deposit of faith is really saying. It's an, in in its sort of in, in its entirety, okay? Because um, I think it's always important to step back a bit and not get too lost into the weeds. Um, now I'll step back a bit and say that when I said I think that the existence the, the existence of God could be demonstrated from reason, uh, I also think, and I've done videos on this uh, where I lay out the argument in, in very uh, elaborate terms. I also think that you can show that given what we can know about this divine reality from reason, that He is uh, pure being itself, pure goodness itself. Um, and if you want, we can get into those arguments. I don't really care where we take this. I, it doesn't mm-hmm. bother me. I don't care if we don't even touch on history. It doesn't matter to me. You can take this anywhere you want. Well, um, I, I want to ask you also, you, you sound quite, quite young. I, I was curious if you can give me, you don't have to give me exa- your exact age. Just mid-20s. But, mid-20s. Uh, mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so where was I going with this? Yeah. So given what we can know about uh, this God from reason, which we could get into if you want, I also think you can make a rational, metaphysical, philosophical argument that it would make sense for um, this divine reality to uh, unite, we'll call it itself for the sake of uh, argument, but I think there's a good reason why we call it himself, um, to unite himself with the cosmos. cosmos. And the cosmos is summed up in very nicely in man, right? In man, we have the rational soul, we have uh, nutritive capacities, we have um, animal mm-hmm. capacities, we ha- and we also share in, uh, a, a common sort of physical constitution with the elements. So man kind of sums up the entire cosmos in one being. The fathers of the church call him the call man the the, the microcosm of the macrocosm, uh, microcosm of the cosmos, or a minor mundi, a little world. So. So what I'm saying is it would make sense, given what we can show, given what we can prove about God from reason, that he would unite himself to a human nature. Now, if we start off from those premises, that we can sort of reason to God and we can reason to this plausibility of the incarnation a priori, then you can look into history and you can see, well, is is there any indication of this being fulfilled in history? And that's where you start to, to compare and contrast various claims to divine revelation and their historical merit. And on that basis, can you discriminate this from that? Uh, and, and, I, and I just think that Christianity coheres the central claim of Christianity, which is that the divine does unite with uh, man in this absolute and full and complete way, uh, Christianity coheres uniquely with this, with these metaphysical presuppositions that you can establish independently 
of the historical research, not to say that the historical research isn't also essential. I think it is. We can get into that too. But I, I am trying to sort of illustrate the uh, the order of reasoning here, and, and I think that's important, and it's not really being addressed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you. I, I checked the cozy stream, and, and uh, Groyper said anybody who doesn't leave this stream for Nick is a is a traitor. Uh, Nick's Nick's having a big day. Uh, yeah, I, I actually recommend. I, 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 look. I don't recommend that. Anyway, go ahead. Don't yeah, go that. ahead. I don't recommend that kill stream. Nick, <laughs> you can watch this after. I'm not going to promote somebody else's show. Everyone. Anyway, I, uh, what, what but anyway, go ahead. Nick, I love Nick. I love TV. Nick, but I'll you know what. I, I'd rather just suck a gun barrel here on air. I'm than praying for him, though. Uh, he's, 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 yeah, uh, I definitely am praying for him, and I put it out on Twitter already. I, my support is with Nick, obviously. Yeah. Uh, fuck this United States Congress, and fuck this whole Absolutely. country, really, honestly, if you know the truth about it these Absolutely, days. Uh, man. But anyway, yes, I'm still not going to promote this show over mine, but yeah, uh, I support him 1,000% uh, on this. Now, I will talk about that after you guys get done, too, as well. But anyway, go ahead. Uh, I want to ask you, Theist, uh, is this your first public debate? Uh, no, I have, I have had a couple of this in the past. And, and do you mostly debate, like, other sects of Christianity? Um, yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've debated an Orthodox person. I have de- I've debated atheists. I've debated, uh, I think I might have debated a Protestant. I don't even remember. But Any, any uh, Jewish people? Um, no, not really interested. <laughs> I mean, I would. Not if interested. Are, are you uh, critical in your videos of Zionism or Judaism? I'm against. Zionism, I didn't see any, but it's it's not really my preoccupation. I don't really, I don't really get. I get more political on Twitter than I do on YouTube. I don't really get political on YouTube. Hmm. I see that a little. Uh, that that's kind of illustrates kind of where we're coming from from different places here a little bit. Um, I, no, I don't I, think the ADL I, I don't minds you. Uh, no, wait, hold on, wait, wait, hold on, wait, 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 Adam, hold on, wait, wait, Adam, let him finish his oh. answer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I finish. thought I was, I thought he was interrupting me. Well, well hold on, you, just let no, him go finish. Ahead, you, I don't you, care, it's fine. No, it's okay, I just, you're talking over, but I can't hear what he's going to say, it's fine, I'll, I'll kick it back. Mm. What were you going to say to that, though? Because, I mean, it was kind well, of an implication. Well, so my interest, you, my yeah. interest is in, is it, I have more metaphysical, spiritual, philosophical interests. I don't. I don't really. That's what I like. That's what I'm really mm-hmm. interested in. My interest is in philosophy. My interest is in metaphysics. Um, I, I I really into the that side of that side of things. I think it's important to to be to have your priorities straight. To have mm-hmm. to first get to first principles, and then you can expand outward and see how the political sphere. Uh, fits into what you've already established um, before you even think about politics. Politics is tertiary. It, it, it's, uh, it, it, it comes way after the stuff that okay. you have to think about right. first. Uh, I'll let him pick it back up. I just wanted to let him get that out there. Go ahead. And, and I, I got to ask, are you familiar with my work? Have you seen any of my videos exposing Christianity that I've done in the last? Yeah. You know, I've, I've watched a couple. I've watched a couple. I've watched uh, mm-hmm. your treatment of, uh, Gnosticism. Mm-hmm. Any other like anything you saw me say that like you you object to or you think that I'm getting wrong or something? Well, I mean, I like foundationally, obviously. I mean, like the, the kinds of uh, philosophical disagreements that we've um, we've already hashed out. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think that 
I think you're dating. I, I think your dating of the gospels are a bit are a bit um, not, not not great. Perfect. That's what I was. I just wanted to bring up to you. That was the next thing I had on my my notes here. I mean, it's, it's academics and scholars, you know, there's a pretty strong consensus that Mark is the first gospel. It came after the destruction right. of the temple in 70 that. AD. <laughs> and you don't believe that. Yeah. You believe no, I, I the believe in, Jewish in, prophecy approach uh, that all of the, uh, all of the talk about the destruction of the temple was beforehand and it's prophecy fulfilled. Well, first of all, why, why doesn't, um, well, why, doesn't why doesn't Paul mention any of the Gospels or even know any of the biographical details that are in the Gospels about Jesus? Uh, he does mention some biographical details. No, first, no, no, no. Very, first, very few. In First Timothy, he mentions his testimony before Pilate. Um, he mentions the fact that he's the son of David in the book of Romans. He he mentions um, that's, that he that's has what all messiahs are, though. That's what all messiahs uh, are. He mentions the, the fact that uh, the disciple Peter was married. He mentions... Uh, the fact that he was killed by the Jews of Judea and one Thessalonians too. I mean, uh, he doesn't he, actually he say the Jews. He was buried. In, he says the archons of this age or of this eon. Same thing. That's what Paul says. He doesn't say that the Romans killed Jesus or the Jews. But I didn't say Rome. I said the Jews. But let's go to one Thessalonians too. If you want. Oh no, no, no. He says that uh, they Christians, or I'm sorry, not Christians. Uh, Mythicists believe that's an interpolation, but at another point he well, him, I, I, he I says it's the archons. You know that part. He says it's the archons that killed him, and he's lacking no, I mean, it, it, tons it, of the biographical details. It, they're not suspiciously exclusive. not there. It's not mutually exclusive. If you read uh, the Jesus puzzle or historicity of Jesus or nailed ten re- ten myth that Jesus wasn't real, have you read any books about di- trying to disprove? The historical Jesus. I've looked into Carrier's writings. I haven't. I haven't like um, historicity of Jesus. It, he he could debate this so much better than me. I've learned. Well, from I him. know he's he a could. PhD. He's a PhD, right? Like I'm not a PhD in history. You're not a PhD in history. Um, well, we're we're like, kind of. He's been like a smart guy to me, though, for the most part. Well, okay, but I'm saying like, as far as um, we're, we're not like we're both kind of just laymen when it comes to history. Right. I think you would, you would agree with that. We're both history. Trying to just, yeah. My main focus history, has been kind of Zionism and related. Right. Nations. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is, um, uh, fundamentally, I, I just, when you read the totality of Paul's letters, I, uh, first of all, he's not intending to, I would concede. Yes. He is not intending to, to give, to write a biography of Jesus. That's not his intention. He's writing to Christian churches in order to settle various disputes. Okay. I've I've heard this argument before. I've heard this argument before. It's the common apologetic uh, rebuttal, but you see is there's many, there's many places where it would make, it would have, if Jesus was a historical figure and he knew of all these details, he would have explained this parable or he would have said, this is Jesus's teaching many times. He's he asked does for refer proof to and he provides his teaching. Proof is from the scriptures. And then uh, when he's been I mean, interrogated, he, what, what do you, he says, what do you make of- you've been studying too much. You're going crazy from studying the scriptures show, so much, showing that he got this from the scriptures. And from Philo, the fact that Philo, uh, a Hellenistic Jew, was already talking about the Logos, likening it to Zach- the Joshua and Zechariah, saying that he's the one called Rising, the Branch, uh, the Anointed One. Th- this is where there's the, a fundamental difference between the Logos of Philo and the Logos of John. Incredibly similar, 
and Paul's and Hebrews. Look, I'm not going to say it's not similar. I'm not going to say it's not similar. I actually think it is similar. Okay, but but I also think that there are good philosophical reasons to believe in the, uh, the logos of the divine. Okay, I think there are good and and for that reason, it's going to be mirrored uh, across various different authors who are more philosophically inclined john however is not philosophically inclined his greek is very simplistic his greek is very simplistic it's not sophisticated at all um and yet he is uh, first of all his logos is distinct from philo philo is is saying that the the logos is the first creature the first creature before all other ages it's uh, like whereas, the, the firstborn, the uh, the creator of all things. Like Saint Jesus John said, he was there before. Where Saint John identifies a consubstantial union between the divine and and uh, and the logos. Uh, in, in the beginning, so, and was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. Look, look at how bad this looks, theist. Philo was uh, would have been a contemporary to Jesus if he existed. He never mentions anything about him, and instead he has his own version of uh, well, Logos, really? I mean, messianic he, he died figure. Very shortly at- Paul still he was in that area. He's writing about Jesus. Never wrote about him. No, there's no contemporary documents writing about Jesus. Josephus is the closest one, and that one's not even either. It's a halfway interpolated or a complete forgery. Tacitus, I mean, we're, Tacitus wasn't even uh, born before. I think and, 1 Corinthians 15, like I said, uh, many atheist secular scholars date that within like even three to four to five years with, after, after the cross. And no, that. I've not, I've not, didn't he go away for 15 years first? I mean, you don't see this as problematic that the well, no, but that what, what he the says, oldest what, documents. Now wait, hold on. Let me ask. Wait, wait, hold letters. on. Wait, wait, guys. I'll, I'll ask this this because I mm-hmm. I think that's a fair point. Do you think it's problematic that there's no like, um, you know, uh, I guess exact con- contemporary uh, contemporaneous? I guess it depends. You know, five ten years. Some people would say that is, um, but you know, there's no like. Dating, that's right? like that's really good for ancient uh, for ancient history for ancient history. Uh, like look at Alexander the Great. We don't have uh, we don't have contemporary accounts of Alexander the Great. We don't have contemporary accounts for a whole. Yeah, there host are. You ancient... can't compare. Jesus is supposedly the Son of God that did all these miracles, and there's nothing. There's terrible evidence. And why do we even have to rely on ancient scripture and ancient? Uh, why do you myths. exclude the gospel? Why is God well, hiding? Why, why, do you why is Jesus waiting in heaven to come down in a cloud and save save you at the end of times? Like. It's it's like it's like a ancient. Well, that's a QAnon. totally separate. You're trusting the plan. It's a separate argument, and that you you've moved beyond historicity at that point. Like uh, that is a separate but, argument. Yes, but no, like, well, what, but I'm, what I'm saying though is like, uh, uh, like I said, the the early creed in one Corinthians fifteen, very very early. I would say um, that you can date the Synoptic Gospels. As early as the mid to late fifties, I, I think there's a good reason to say that. Um, for example, one one good reason why I think you can do that is because the Book of Acts conspicuously does not uh, mention the martyrdom of Paul, even though the martyrdom of Paul is very well attested to um, by the by the earliest uh, sources, and there really aren't 
many historians at all who would dispute the, the martyrdom of Paul taking place at the late during the late 60s. The fact that the Book of Acts doesn't mention it is very conspicuous. The Book of Acts kind of ends in this vague uh, way where a lot of historians would argue that it's kind of pre-trial notes, which which kind of give uh, good reason to suggest that the Book of Acts written before 67 A.D. And if the book is and the book of Acts is written before 67 A.D., that means Luke has to be written before Acts. That means that Matthew, no. Mark, and Luke have to be written before Acts. That. Is, Acts and Luke's copy from Josephus, so it's written after the 90s. And Luke also copies from Mark and Matthew as well. That's the synoptic problem, and so it had to come after those also. I, I, so you're I, way off. You're you're. You're looking at this in an illogical, irrational way because you have to justify it for your faith is, is really what's going on. I also don't think that um, it's been proven. No, it has. <laughs> it has. Um, yeah, I've seen very strong. You haven't read the books that go into it, so how would you know? Well, I'm, I'm just saying that I think there are good independent reasons to think that 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 it 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 predates the martyrdom of Paul. Even even First Clement, which they believe was in the '90s, doesn't uh, mention any of the Gospels. Don't you think it's problematic that the Gospels are are written decades after the fact? Many of the Gospels. First Clement quotes. No, no, he doesn't name any of the Gospels. Uh, he, he does. He, he does quotes, cite scripture, and some of it's not even in the Gospels that we have today. Most of uh, he he quotes heavily verses that are very clearly from the canonical. Gospels. Well, you'll have to send me that because I've heard different from from many scholars. Yeah, well, I can give you some examples right now. Uh, okay, does he actually uh, cite this is John such and such? Well, definitely not does, John. Definitely how, not wouldn't John. you acknowledge? Do you do you agree that the Gospels? We don't know who the authors really were, and they were named. Uh, no, I think uh, that the early. I, I think that the earliest church fathers are are very clear that. There is no dispute that, for example, that Matthew wrote Matthew among the earliest uh, church fathers. The Matthew there, there is circulated not among the early fathers. No, well, no they were all fathers. Christians, so so in by early, what do you mean? Yeah, but earlier, the early Christians were very. They were not willing to shy away from uh, contentious or, or or dubious claims. I mean, they 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 were out in the open about what they disagreed about, about what they thought might not be authentic. Uh, they aired out their dirty laundry in public very often. Uh, and the fact that there's absolutely no hint of, of, of even a question mark that Matthew wrote Matthew um, is, is, is pretty solid. I mean, Papias is very clear, for example, that uh, he, he, he believes that Matthew wrote Matthew. He believes that Matthew was originally written in Hebrew. And it's actually, there's a lot of good linguistic evidence to that effect that Matthew Mark was, was the first gospel. It was four decades after the supposed. No, the only reason people think it's Mark full was of the allegorical. First the only people reason people think Mark was the first gospel is because it's the shortest. That's the main oh, reason. Why? But that's the main reason why they would say it's the first. It's the first gospel because uh, they used their uh, historical, uh, their methodological naturalism uh, to essentially argue that. Um. That other gospels are copying off of Mark, which I which I which I, I think is is circular reasoning. I don't think that's necessarily true at all. I think that Mark, the reason Mark is short, is, is because it's uh, 
clearly written Mark. like the, it's note taking, note taking from oral preaching that was happening all over the place. Uh, that's why it's the shortest. That's why it's it's uh, it doesn't get into very elaborate narratives. Um, the, they're all contradictory. Really... The, the, all the gospels contradict on all types of things. I mean, I know that like. You don't think that's a problem? This is the word of God, and it's full well, of contradictions. Say, There's yeah, people, it's I, I, it's I all open to interpretation. I, I think there are different There's thousands vantage, of denominations. There are certainly different vantage points. I will grant you that. I don't think it it, it, it constitutes contradictions. Um, oh, wow. You're in such denial if you think there's no contradictions in the New Testament. Seriously. That's bad. Well, I mean, even that's even Christian true. scholars uh, agree that there's contradictions. They they cope, They have copes for it, but they acknowledge it. Well, I, I, I know they would say that. You think that, it's but inerrant, again, not... huh? You think it's the word? Who, who wrote the Old Testament? You think it was Moses? That is that is my belief. But again... You believe Moses is real, the... Yeah, I do believe Moses was real. And there are other scholars that that, too. turn but... into pillars of salt? Uh, yeah, yeah, I do think that God did that. In, in but staff again, turns, this is where we have to go back to our philosophical presuppositions. You don't believe these things because you're a naturalist. Uh, you have a metaphysical bias against the very possibility. Why were there miracles then, but we don't see miracles now? And why is um, God? Well, hiding? I mean, first of all, there are all sorts of claims to miracles that that happen every day. Here's a conundrum that you're in. Here's a conundrum claims, that you're in. Not real miracles. Claims. Here's a conundrum that you're in, though. Not you indisputable be, in front of everybody, like they claim in the in the Old Testament be or in the absolutely, New Testament. You have to be absolutely certain that not one miraculous claim or not one miraculous event has ever happened because if one happened it would totally undermine your naturalist worldview i don't have to believe that any miracles happen right now in order to still believe in the existence of god providence christ the church okay i, I don't have to uh whereas in, in order to maintain a naturalistic worldview you have to be pretty sure that every single purported claim of a miraculous event is false completely. I mean, I, I think that's a, I think those are epistemologically yeah, I think the shaky is on you. These are incredible claims and you've got terrible evidence for it. And the fact that you don't see that as a problem is, is, uh, is disturbing a little bit. It's, let me see what I can move on here to. Uh, let's see. Well, again, uh, do you believe do you well, believe uh, that the Jews were once chosen by God? Uh, yes. So do you and, see how that and also we're going to do super chats after this, too. And we still got more time in another 40 minutes. Do you see how that elevates them? I'm sorry, Ralph. What? No, I, said, I said we're going to do super chats after this. We still got about 40 minutes. Okay. So there's no need to rush. But I do want to get super chats in here and then another at the end and maybe some calls. But anyway, go ahead. So you agree that Jews were once chosen by God? Uh, yeah, I think it makes sense that if God is going to uh, unite himself to a human nature in this uh, definitive, um, uh, pivotal point of human history, that he would uh, make preparations for that. And I think that uh, making a covenant with a certain people out of which the, the incarnation uh, would emerge, I think, I, think that makes good, uh, I think that makes good sense. I think that, that can be expected. It, and can you understand what the Jews think when they go? Even the Goyim believe that we were chosen. You're Who validating their delusion. The think today, it doesn't matter to me. Well, well, the point is, is that it validates their their delusion to think you. Even if you have a new covenant that that uh, that uh, entails that they once had a first covenant, 
you're playing into their lie. You're buying their, you're buying their fraud. Their okay. Spell. But I care more about what's true. I care more about what can be, uh, what can be established from prior principles, from principles that, 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 that can be thought of before you even know that Jews exist. Okay. Like, uh, that's what matters to me. I don't care if, 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 uh, some, some group out there is going to take, uh, my religion and use it for their ends. And first of all, I don't, I don't even think it, 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 it helps them at all. I mean, uh, the you fact don't think that, Christianity helps Jews at all. Uh, no, I mean, oh. even uh, well, why, why would you never heard a Christian Zionist? Your own Pope is working towards ending anti-Semitism well, worldwide. I mean, if you, if you he says inside about, every Christian is a Jew. And I think if, he's right. If you want to talk about, uh, Protestant denominations that, uh, take a, a, a very ridiculous spin on what, uh, Israel is supposed to actually mean in scripture, then sure. Yeah. That will obviously play into their hands because it's going to, uh, it, it's going to, uh, basically, uh, shore up a constituency of evangelical Christians to support Zionist causes. Okay, sure. Um, but as far as like historical Christianity, no, I mean, uh, historical, I mean, just read the fourth ladder in the council, man. I mean, it, it wasn't very, wasn't very, uh, deferential to the Jews at the time. Um, do you know about the fourth ladder in the council? No, no. Uh, the fourth Vatican council is that the fourth ladder in council. Oh, no, I'm not familiar with that. The Fourth Lateran Council basically banned Jews from public, uh, for, from being um, like magistrates or banned them from having any kind of like political authority. Um, it, it was pretty extreme at the time. Uh, but this was sort of the Catholic uh, disposition toward, um, toward, uh, not just Jews, but also just non-Christian religions generally, but especially Jews because of this, um, because of this patristic, uh, consensus about, uh, deicide and, and other things. So have you seen all the verses in the old Testament and God's view towards Gentiles well, I mean, well, and how the Jews are chosen? Oh, uh, oh. You're, 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 were you not finished? I was asking, like, what, what's your answer to that, though? Like, uh, you, you can sure you can point to like evangelical Christians who give cover to Zionism, but what about historical Christianity? What about actual Catholic doctrine uh, that 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 is that is very supersessionist? Yeah, I've I've covered this in depth. Even the anti-Semitic Christianity has ultimately benefited the Jewish people, uh, or I well, should say, Judaism. Well, wait a second. I've I've gone into this so many times. You're acting like you've got me on a gotcha moment, but this is. This is one that it's a softball pitch. Okay, but but why does why is that a problem for me, but not for you? Because like if if my uh like if my Christian theology, which is a supersessionist, is sort of anti anti Talmudic Judaism, um, and that plays into the Jews' hands, how does your antagonistic uh? rhetoric against Zionism not play into their hands. I mean, we're well, I think of... enlightening the world that Christianity is not only not real, but it is uh, a deception that plays into Jewish prophecy. I think that they wouldn't like that very much. 
Okay, but your argument it doesn't benefit them to expose their that their Jewish prophecies are fake and they were never chosen by God. They wouldn't have all the support of of America that they have. There wouldn't be the state of Israel like it is today if it weren't for uh, Zionism and Christian anti-Semitism. I, I was going to ask um, a, a minute ago. You you I've seen you probably seen verses in the Old Testament about uh, the chosen nation above all nations, the apple of his eye, the the you will reign over the Gentiles, stuff like that. Why would you want to worship a God that ever said that the Jews would reign over the Gentiles? Uh, because I interpret question. those passages as uh, as typological. They are basically types for the church, for the mystical body of Christ that is meant the to The church is going to rule over the Gentiles? It's very specifically about the Jews and all the Jews today and rabbis uh, all yeah, interpret it as interpret meaning them. Yeah, but we interpret the Old Testament typologically. We interpret the, the Old Testament in light of the New Testament. We read the new in light of the old. So, for example, circumcision, for example, we interpret circumcision as a prefigurement to baptism. The only reason circumcision ever existed was to be a prefigurement to the sacrament of baptism. The only reason why Passover existed was to be a prefigurement to the holy sacrifice of the Mass, to the Eucharist, uh, to uh, the sacrifice of Christ, which we can talk about. I know you think it's like blood magic or whatever, but it actually has... Oh, it's absolutely. It's, oh, yeah, let's talk about blood magic at some point. It has theological meaning to it that I think eludes your understanding. Um, no, no. Oh, I don't understand the blood magic, the Yom Kippur. All right, you know ritual. what? Let's do it now, no, but let's no do it in the next. Without blood. Let's just do I it right it, now man. before 11 so I can do the super chats. All right, what about blood magic? Why don't you go into that classical theist? Because we've had that come up during several of Adam's appearances, so that's why I want to hit on it. Yeah. Can I start yeah. with a question? Do you believe in Yom Kippur is real, that uh, killing a goat and the Israelites are forgiven for a year? You think that was real? If, if, if you believe in I, Jesus, then you have to believe in the validity of that as well. Might I as well that, be a I rabbi. I believe that a lot of these Old Testament rituals were symbolic prefigurements that had value for the time and that they were symbolic prefigurements that would eventually give um, rise to a new meaning to sacrifice that has nothing to do with, with uh, well, not nothing to do, but it, that takes on an entirely new meaning. You, you then, think God needs uh, burnt offerings and and spilled blood to forgive people? Uh, no, he it doesn't, doesn't need, sound at all bizarre or crazy to you. No, he doesn't need anything. But sure, he does. Uh, Why did he do it then? He did it for fun. Uh, no, he he does. He he he. First of all, he he didn't even need to create the world. He doesn't need anybody because he is self sufficient in himself. He is the pure act of existence itself. He does not uh, depend on anything else for his existence. He creates the world out of a sheer gratuitous act of his love. And those are all just your assertions that have no foundation. Well, in I, I can evidence. defend it too, by the way. I can defend it using metaphysical arguments. I can defend it using philosophical arguments. But to get back to the sacrifice issue, mm -hmm. um, what we see in the atonement of Christ is uh, first of all, we have God becoming man himself right becoming uh of god in the flesh why does christ uh have to die i, I think that's really uh the question right um well if you look at why does god have to sacrifice himself to himself to fulfill no way, hold on, let him the question no way hold on let him yeah. finish let him finish go ahead yeah. So when you look at what the actual church fathers have to say about the early church fathers have to say about uh, the atonement of Christ, um, 
Christ dies in in order to undo the process of death itself because he is pure as pure but life itself die. because hold on okay but but again that's sorry that's, ralph I'm ralph trying, you're being uh, a good ralph uh, no, keeping it on. clean let him, let him <laughs> above the well <laughs> go, go yeah. ahead. uh he enters into into death death having this uh this new meaning, it doesn't just mean the separation of the soul from the body. It also means estrangement uh, from God. It means an, an eternal separation of the soul and the body and a strange, an eternal separation from God. Uh, he subjects himself to death because only the, the coming together of divinity and uh, humanity entering into death can undo that process and culminate in the resurrection. Uh, the resurrection is the undoing of death, and why is it the undoing of death? Well, it's because God himself enters into death, and if God enters into death, death is destroyed by death itself. That's the that's the, that's the theological significance of uh, the death of Christ. Now, what, why is it a bloody uh, uh, sacrifice? Well, Jesus himself tells us, "What no greater love ha- hath no man than to lay down his life for his friends." It is a manifestation of the divine love that he undergoes the worst torments, the worst uh, pains and sufferings in order to manifest the amount of, of, of love that the son has for the father. And once that is emptied into human nature itself, we participate in that incarnation. We participate in that um, sacrifice of Christ. And through that, we, uh, we become, as St. Peter says, partakers of the divine nature, so that when we die, uh, we have the promise of resurrection through Christ. That's the significance. That's the theological meaning. And that's what the Old Testament rituals in their fragmented, incomplete, in, in their incomplete modes of being are meant to signify. We read that through the lens of the New Testament. Uh, so it's important. It's just important to to get at what the full meaning of these things are. Because you can, you know, you can look at the crucifixion. You can you can look at uh, Christ on the cross and say, well, that's just a very ugly, bloody, unnecessary thing. But uh, if you actually read it, if you actually look at it in light of the underlying theology, then well, you can kind of see the coherence of it. All right, now go ahead, Adam. Then I'm gonna do super chat. It, it's it's the he Jesus is the Passover lamb. He's the Yom Kippur sacrifice, the Yom Kippur goat. The and it's it is blood magic. Everything you just you said right there did nothing to dispute the idea that it's blood magic. I've seen plenty of Christians all acknowledge that it's basically a blood atonement sacrifice, and that was required. Do you believe in Adam and Eve? And the the magic uh, serpent curse. Well, first let, uh, let me address what you said. I'm a blood magic. I mean, if, if you want to, I mean, I don't even know what that means. You drink in the blood. You 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 to... do a prayer tra- transubstantiation. You do a prayer and believe that the wine literally turns to blood. Like that's that's bizarre. If you'll believe that, you'll believe almost anything. Well, think about this, okay. Again, you have to you have to read all. These I don't need things. to think about it. I, I you have to I, read I, all of I these things about and. It. In, in light of the incarnation, okay, God becomes man. He unites himself to a human nature. Uh, when he unites himself to a human nature, we participate intimately in that union 
Yes, even in the very body, blood, soul, and divinity of that union in a very intimate way. This is how we achieve union with God, by participating intimately in the God-man himself. And so when uh, you have the bread and the wine transubstantiated into the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, that is our gateway to, to... reap the full benefits of that union in a real concrete uh, physical way um it has a purpose it has an intelligible meaning that that we can unpack and that we can talk oh i know about. there's an explanation and it has a symbolic meaning and i'm just saying that it doesn't really do anything but you guys believe it's blood magic that's the point just like you spray water on babies so that they don't go to hell i think that's outrageous as well i feel like if you weren't a christian and you were looking at Christianity from the outside, you would see it just like me as just like a bizarre superstitious ritual. Well, I mean, you have to also think about, um, these are cult initiations. All right, look, hold on. I got to call. Just, just wait. Hold on. I got to call time here because I'm falling. I will not get these all read if I don't. Uh, one step too far says, if Jesus existed, he was a five, two Iranian dude with a bowl cut, shave face and a micropane that pulled a phallic grounding. Groundhog Day, after that mud rolling soldier. Well, he said it. I didn't say it. Uh, <laughs> like a prison yard cholo or something. I don't know. So, so soldier stuck him like that. Historians agree. He actually said some things I'm not going to repeat. Uh, thank you, though, for the super chat. Thin Red Lawn says, I think you could and should be a Christian without believing in the Old Testament. Then he says, but isn't Christianity a break with Judaism? Um, well, we've been talking about that guess, a little bit. Uh, Thin Red Line says there's a lot of paganism in Christianity. Uh, then says you can't quantify life. A fly has as much life as a human, but a human has a larger understanding of life, and so it is likely that there are beings and entities with a larger understanding than us. Uh, that's what he said. One step says, do you think Jesus would have let the Romans pack? I'm not reading that. Uh, some of these, uh, ask about the tabernacle, terroristic titular cardinal class that is unleashed upon. All right. You're talking about the uh, abuse scandal. Maybe. I mean, that's not really on par with what we're talking about. I mean, that could be brought up if so many people want to talk about it. Um, Godzilla 37, thank you one step, by the way. Godzilla 37 says, Adam, you are under the impression, like way too many, that Jews are of Israel. They don't practice from the Torah. They only tell others that they do. Their book is the Talmud and was always long before Christianity. Your position is built on a lie, buddy. That's what he said there. No way. The the Talmud is commentary on the Torah. This is just a cope because Christians want to... Uh, co-opt the Old Testament for themselves. The, the Jews believe in the Torah. Sure, the Talmud can be authoritative and and uh, disagrees with it at some points, but you know that's that's to be expected. They believe in the Torah. Their whole identity is based upon the Torah. This is the ridiculous uh, mental gymnastics Christians have to do to justify their faith. Uh, Godzilla 37 says, but the Jews will love you for it, Adam. They say, keep up the good works. Ralph Ahal- No, they don't. Ralph, they don't. They don't want this getting out. Ralph, they, they like the, the Christians oh. worshiping their God and believing that they were once uh, chosen. Well, they don't believe in the Trinity, so how is it? <laughs> they they don't have to. Yeah. It, That's for you. Jesus is for you. I, I've got some, some verses I want to get to. All right, now get that. Now, hold on. When you're done. I'm going to say, I'm about to hand it out. I'm trying to get through. Ralph Hollick says, Jesse Lee Peterson is a great example of Christianity. If you're ever too bitter, just give some of his videos to watch. Uh, Father Liam says, okay, Adam, you murdered this poor soul, but now what? Now what for him and us who realize this now? 
that Jesus was made up to hurt us, uh, is what he said. If you want to respond to that, because he sent 25 bucks, uh, he said, now what, I guess, if you if you take your side of this, uh, that it's all. He's uh, asking me now yeah, what? Yeah, what what's your now what after that, if, if you agree with you? Um, I mean, you know, I, I was raised Christian and I never really bought into it. It always felt like I was being raised in a weird, a weird cult with, uh, based upon myths. And just because I don't believe in that doesn't mean that I need to like replace it with any other superstitious, you know, religious doctrines. So yeah, I, I kind of reject that idea that you have to replace it with, uh, another, another religion. All right. Now let me see if there was any, uh, TTS. We'll try it. Oh, shit. Let's see. Uh, I might have to up. Anonymous sent $3 classical theist. What aside from not believing in Jesus, do you disagree with the teachings of Stoicism? Their teachings require no faith as their concept of justice based on logical, well-reasoned conclusions plus Stoicism predates Christianity by 400 years. What do you say about that? Well, I think there's actually a lot of overlap between Stoicism and Christianity from sort of a philosophical uh, 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 perspective. I wouldn't necessarily want to distance Christianity from certain elements of Stoicism too much. And I'm not really bothered by the fact that um, a lot of teachings of Christianity are are partially reflected in, in earlier philosophies. I think that's to be expected. All right, now let's see. Let me try to turn that back on. Hopefully, it just starts right back. It, it's to be sorry. Oh no, fine. It's no way. Expected. I'll let you get in. Right, Zoomer sent three dollars. Adam Green anyway. is a cringe Reddit tier agnostic. The only difference is he doesn't like Jews. Big whoop. Plenty of Christians don't either. All right, now go ahead. You can respond to that one. And plenty of Christians also believe they're cursed if they curse them and blessed if they bless them. So you can uh, make excuses for them all you want. And this is the J Dyer tier argument that everything that I'm saying, all these 20 videos I've done on Christianity, they can just dismiss it just by waving their magic wand and saying that's Reddit tier. Well, I call them a uh, Christian pilpal apologist tier. That's their arguments. So d- does that mean that I'm, I-, I win the argument? It's, it's a nonsense. Reddit people are worse. I've never even, I, I've never gone on Reddit for any of this stuff. That's like saying that's an internet argument or that's a book argument or something. It's just a non argument. Thin Red Lines. Thin Red Lines mm-hmm. is how do you get a moral compass? It's a non argument, but it's still fun. Thin Red Lines is how do you get a moral compass without religion? That's, um, we just talked about that a little bit with Sticks and Ramsey Paul the other day, but go ahead. I think it's easier than, get, than getting morality from the Bible. There's tons of immoral stuff and immoral takeaways in the Bible. All right, now let me uh, play the rest of these. I things. could respond to that. If oh, you want, sure, you can. Go on to the super chats. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I, I would just say that um, I'm not a divine command theorist. I don't think that. Uh, I don't think you necessarily need scripture to derive uh, central ethical norms. I think you can use natural law to uh, derive fundamental uh, ethical principles. But you know, I, I, I also, you know, I, I would obviously think that sacred scripture uh, perfects and completes what, uh, what, what can be hinted at from reason with regard to uh, ethical norms. All right. Now let's see. There are a couple more, but uh, let me try to mosey on through this one right here. Christ is King sent $3. If only material exists, then morality does not exist since it's not material. 
Chris sent $3 Christians never exterminated pagan religions. They almost all died out naturally. Adam forgets Christians were fed to the lions and burned alive by pagans. When Constantine came to power, he tolerated paganism. What do you say about that, Adam? Um, but then another Caesar after him made it the law and made uh, pagan religions illegal. And, and that's completely not true that there there wasn't there was burnings of books there was burnings of people there was in, inquisitions of heresy hunters just killing people that don't believe in the same interpretation of uh jewish mythology as they do i'm actually I mean, gonna defend adam here and say that yes uh the christian church did crack down on paganism and it was based <laughs> let me uh the jews agree the no. jews agree maimonides agrees no well, they're the one to agree with what we decreed on the fourth lateral council let me tell you that much all right now let me uh play this well they use it to for their you wouldn't agree on. hold on Paris on the can we get to the j dyer call our in here from last time <laughs> yeah i meant to say that anonymous sent three dollars adam it's kind of you to babysit and entertain this child's fairy tales tonight all right, now I think there's one more. There's one with um, there's one with the song. Actually, there's one more, and then there's one with the song. Biggity Bam Bam already left. I'll make sure I play that later. He said he was going to watch the replay, uh, so I'll definitely go back and play that later, just so we only have a limited time here. I'll play this one, then I'll turn the floor back over to you guys, and hopefully a quick Chris super chat segment. Chris and three dollars. Hey Adam, and then we'll give ben like closing statements. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Existed. Asks the Jews if he existed. When you see their reaction to the name of Jesus Christ, you know he existed. There we go. There's a point from a or a take from a call. Uh, or a, a, another softball that I've uh, responded to uh, countless times. It it is their religion to hate Jesus. I've never disputed this. I'm well aware. They say they call him Yeshu, which is basically like an acronym for to blot out his name. Jesus is the adversary to Judaism. He is the villain. He is the reason of the persecution of them. He fulfills the role of Esau that persecutes and wants to hunt down uh, uh, Jacob. He is the uh, accuser and the persecutor. He literally fulfills the role of Satan to the Jews, which uh, punishes them so that they can atone and be redeemed and return to their land and then and then eventually fulfill their prophecies. So all, right. the, all of this I'm very well aware of. But at the same time, they also love to hate Jesus. I did a video, Why Jews Love to Hate Jesus. They love that that most of the European world is following a Jewish shepherd, believes that they're sheep following right. a Jewish shepherd. Trust me, that right. benefits them. And the, the Jews that are in the know uh, know it. Now I'm going to turn it back over to you guys. I think you said you want to pick it up. I don't. It doesn't really matter to me whichever one of you guys pick it up. Uh, but uh, I don't know. Ten more minutes of you guys going back and forth. Uh, we'll get some quick super chats in, uh, and then let you guys finish it off as well. So just go ahead and pick it up. I'm going to go over here and turn the air conditioner on because it's hot as fuck in here. Right. I want to ask you. So the reason Christianity is fulfillment of the Old Testament that benefits the Jews is because. Verses like Genesis 49.10, it says, The scepter will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet, and um, until he to whom it belongs shall come, and the obedience of the nations shall be his. This is what Paul's goal was. In Romans 15.18, he says, 
to make the Gentiles obedient. That's the idea, to have the Gentiles come into the nations, worship the God of, of Zion. That fulfills the prophecy. Yeah, be careful. I, I will say the breathing. I can hear you breathing a lot, too. Uh, I don't know if it's the mics in a different position or what. I saw some people mention it in chat, Classical Thieves. Uh, oh, yeah. You know what? It might be my my stupid AirPods. It might be picking up my breathing too much. No, hey, it's I'm okay. It just me, switched the last couple that. minutes, and, and I was waiting for it, but it never stopped. All right, keep going, Adam. Uh, can I can I share for a quick minute? Uh, um, I hope I, I don't bother you when I ask to do that. No, will it mess it up your screen? It doesn't. Um, I don't think it will. Go ahead and try. Okay, we'll try. Just for a second. It'll benefit everybody because I'm just going to ask them about a couple yeah, uh, verses here. So present now a, your entire screen. And we want this one. All right. So let me know when you guys can see. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I have to unpin you, I guess. There you go. Yeah, I can see it now. Okay. So we have Romans fifteen twelve. This is Paul saying, Isaiah said, there shall be a root of Jesse and that, and he that shall rise to reign over the Gentiles in him shall the Gentiles trust. This is Paul sourcing from Isaiah eleven ten. in that day, there shall be a root of Jesse, which will stand for an ensign, which is a banner of the nations, yeah, of the people, which the goyim. To it shall the Gentiles seek, and his rest shall be glorious. So Jesus, as you know, the, uh, is referred to as the root of Jesse, the branch, yes. the root. Paul here says, "Quotes Isaiah shall reign over the Gentiles." That's yeah. from the Jewish perspective. That was that's what Jesus is doing. He's reigning over the Gentiles. And then one more part here. It says, "Yeah, obedience." Right. And then Isaiah also says there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch shall grow out of his roots. And we can see here that the rod from Psalms 110.2, the Lord shall send the rod of thy strength out of Zion. Rule thou in the midst of thine enemies. See, Jesus, because Christians believe in Jesus, they have been theologically conquered and Judaized into this uh, fake Jewish prophecy mythology, and and it's clear as day right there in the scriptures that they they consider us their enemies, right? Rome, who adopted Christianity, that was their enemies. The Messiah was meant to uh, conquer the world, essentially, right? And it, there's even verses that it'll happen without an army, just by his teachings, essentially. So this this yeah. is what happened, and you're you're basically worshiping your enslaver a fictional enslaver of, of the Jewish Messiah that was meant to conquer the world and, and redeem the Jews. And, and that's who you're worshiping now. And you don't see how that's a deception. Or we believe that God became man and that because God became man, uh, the intention is to have all mankind uh, participate in this, in this union and in, in this union restored between divinity and, and humanity and that therefore this uh, this this incarnate God man is to rule over all nations so that all nations can participate in the God man therefore and thereby find the source of their own perfection. Like that's that's how a Christian would interpret all of those passages. That's what Paul means ultimately. That's what um, the 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 meaning is that uh, yes this. The old so you have no problem with worshiping rise. the Messiah that's reigning over you that was meant to conquer the world for the chosen people? 
yeah, so, so think about it this way, okay? We believe that God is uh, the the transcendent cause of all things, right? We believe that he is the uh, the origin of all things, but he's also the end of all things. He is the mm-hmm. source of of all things. He is the source of the perfection of all things because he's the source of all being. Uh, he's the source of all goodness, so that to the measure that things participate in the divine, they receive their perfection. Uh, they 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 receive they participate in the good to the degree that they conform themselves to the good himself, the ultimate goodness, which is what we mean by God. So it's not like a it, it's not like a a um like a sycophantic relationship here. It's not like a, 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 a it's not a tyranny like because, because God creates, because God creates all things. He therefore creates, um, the it very, says every knee shall bow. And you don't think it's a tyranny. Every, everybody in the whole world will bow well, to the Jewish Messiah, the Davidic King from the Jewish prophecies. So You're when okay a plant, all of that? so when a plant bends in order to receive light from the sun, that's for its own nourishment. Similarly, when the rational creature, when the rational soul submits itself to God, it receives what uh, the perfection that it, uh, the only perfection that can really fulfill it. The, the, the mind seeks the truth itself. The will seeks the ultimate good, right? Uh, so in order to, in order for the rational creature to be truly fulfilled, he must submit himself to the source of all perfection, the source of goodness itself, in order to, uh, in, in, in order to you have, satiate you have to itself in the infinite. Uh, you don't to be fulfilled. You have to worship the God of Israel that chose the Jews. That's, yes, it, that's it, what it, I'm yeah, hearing. To be fulfilled, uh, because the mind is has a capacity for the infinite, um, because the mind doesn't just seek particular truths it seeks the truth itself the will does not just seek particular goods it seeks the ultimate goodness itself Uh, and truth itself and goodness itself are not of themselves uh, limited to any particular mode of truth or mode of goodness they are uh, infinite in one source in god himself god simply is truth itself he simply is goodness itself so it would make sense that if the mind seeks truth if the will seeks the good which is which are the two unique characteristics of the human soul of, of, of the human being as human being then of course uh in in, in order to god is uh, not good i'm sorry but i just got to interrupt you there there's there's i could argue endlessly well, that what god is, is not good what is goodness what what is good well, what does that mean? What's I don't know. Uh, like not uh, telling his chosen people to go slaughter no, 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 everybody and kill every last sheep what? and keep the virgins for yourself. I don't consider that good. Bashing babies' heads against the rocks. Uh, Abraham prostituting out his wife. Conceptually. Um, uh, 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 telling people that they're going to burn in hell if they don't believe in Jewish prophecies. Conceptually, what does goodness mean? I explained to you, you can explain good a lot of different ways. I'd say not harming things. Is is God good knowing that he creates people that are going to uh, be burning in hell forever? 
Well, or, or uh, all the suffering. What, you know, the problem with suffering proves that God isn't good. Well, that that that's that's, that's simply not true. That's that's ridiculous. Well, I, I, you know, I think all, all the stuff you're saying isn't true. Suffering. First of all, there's a whole uh, set of arguments that we could get into for theodicy. I think one reason why God uh, permits suffering is to show the insufficiency of um, of the world itself. Really, the more deprived you are of temporal goods, the more you realize that um, the only true reality that can uh, fulfill you would be the infinite, not the finite. Uh, you're never going to find fulfillment and finite goods because like i said the soul has an infinite yearning for the infinite good and for the infinite truth and for the infinite mm. beauty so i the more finite goods to are, be happy i don't the, know the, about the you but i'm not i'm not are. counting on the afterlife to be happy i, I need things in the this more, world that well, well again like sustain me what, what is happiness just like a, a transient emotional sense of elation no that's not what that, that that's not ultimately what it is all right, so, no. so you re, you think it's moral that anybody that doesn't believe that uh, Jesus died for their sins that they're going to go to hell forever just because they don't believe that? You think that's moral? Well, first of all, what is what is hell? I mean, hell is separation from. It's a made up Jewish construct that they sold from Hades and the. Greeks, again, you're probably. not you're not engaging with what we actually believe about these concepts. Um, in our system, in the Catholic system. And I think biblically as well, uh, hell is separation from God. Again, what do we mean when we use the word God in our theology? We mean being itself, goodness itself, truth itself. Uh, the Catholic Church used to take people's money and tell them that that they could go to heaven or their sins are forgiven. That's not true. That is. Yes, certainly. it is. Indulgences no, aren't true. No, it's not. Oh, come no, on. Uh, Hold on. Let him answer. Let him answer. Let him answer. Let him, I know. There, indulgences. Yeah, there were certainly some abuses of indulgences going on at the time, but an indulgence was not created in order to like uh, the very concept of an indulgence has a thoroughly spiritual meaning. What, what it, what it really means is performing uh, super erogatory acts of penance uh, in order to reduce uh, sort of the, the temporal purification of sins after death before attaining the beatific vision of God in heaven. Okay, that's what it that's what it means theologically. Now, sure, bishops abused that practice. I don't dispute that. Uh, even even the popes were a bit too uh, during the time of the Renaissance were a bit too. Uh, uh, they were a bit too prone to, uh, uh, you know, ask for, for money for, uh, for the completion of certain indulgences. I do grant that. Sure. And, and, and then the church reformed that practice at the council of Trent. So yes, I, I concede abuses, but I w I reject the notion that the very doctrine of indulgences in itself is rooted in in the abuse of it. Um, that 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 I do reject. And now I lost well, track of what I was saying earlier. But well, that's well there, there's a lot of abuses, and it went down. And there's it, there's a uh, a lot of yeah, horrendous well, I mean, behavior. The apostles abandoned Christ at the very beginning. Sure, that's an abuse. I I, I, I concede what a, that what a plan. humans in the church are not perfect. We're so fallen in evil. We should uh, we should be damned to hell if we don't accept 
the blood. What do you believe for end times prophecy? Well, let me clarify what I was going to talk about with regard to hell, because I think it's important. Well, and I think it's a hang-up for a lot of people. Um, again, hell, by hell we mean separation from God. God who is truth, goodness, beauty, being itself. Uh, now, if you're separated from union with that, what is that inevitably going to cause? It's going to cause suffering. It's going to cause eternal torment because the, the, the soul is meant for union with God. It's meant for union with the infinite. So if we deliberately choose to cut ourselves off from what we know is required to be in the good graces of this divine reality, then we are going to reap what we sow. Now, as to people who do not believe in Jesus, it is Catholic teaching that uh, that if you uh, are not rejecting Christ culpably, then you are not uh, condemned for what you do not know through no fault of your own. I mean, that that that, that is something that the Catholic Church has always taught, actually, um, because because the Church has always taught certain qualifications for actually committing a mortal sin. You need full knowledge that and you need full consent of the will and it has to be grave matter. Okay. So the church has always been, uh, the church has always taught these, these psychological truths about what, what it has to, about what it, what's required to actually be guilty of something. It requires full knowledge, consent and grave matter. So if you know, if you are culpably bound that is to say, you know the truth, yet you willingly reject it for, I don't know, you don't want to commit yourself to uh, uh, to the moral law for, or for some other reason. If that's your situation, uh, then yes, you, 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 have, you have cut yourself off from attaining that union with God and you will be deprived from that union, which will cause suffering necessarily. That's what we mean by hell. Don't you see how this is just like to get there? This right. is so clearly like coercive, um, carrot and stick, like fear-based mind control. You'll you, you'll get eternal life if you believe in the blood magic, or you'll burn in hell forever and be tormented, or whatever you want to call it, disconnected with God for eternity if you don't believe in this stuff. Like well, God isn't gonna force no, it's people against their will. When you're hold on, let me finish. Well, it's when fine. I just want to read these real quick because we're coming up against the time, and I want to make sure people get their finales and everything too. But go ahead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think we should. I mean, my point here: when you're scared, yeah. you believe in irrational things. At, uh, more likely to believe in illogical, right. irrational things when you're scared, and that's what they're doing. They're right. controlling you through fear to worship their god. All right, Order said, replace Christianity with Scientology, and you see how silly these arguments are. Was L. Ron Hubbard holy or a god? Everyone knows uh, instant, instantly it's bullshit. Uh, somehow when the story is 2,000 years old, it's more valid. Uh, he was saying that sarcastically, of course. Uh, now let's see. Uh, Ming Lao says it plays in the Goyim's hand, hand to be persecuted by Talmudic, Talmudic usury and anti-white propaganda. All your arguments can be turned in on you just as effectively. Fear, uncertainty, doubt. That's all you have, Adam. Basic atheism. Pee pee poo poo. Fart ass. Top right. Zimmer. All, all of my arguments can be refuted. Yet he refuted none of them, and he's not stepping up to debate any of these things. So. Top. Top right, big talker. Top right. Zimmer says the Bible is the exact opposite of immoral. You read it to your schizophrenic. He says some other mm. things. See, see, it's just like they just tell themselves, oh, he's read it, and then they win the argument. It's the dumbest thing I've seen. Speaking of that, Tom Wright. Did Jay Dyer teach all you 
All of you all guys. Right, hold on. Speaking of that, Top Right says, go back to Reddit, Adam Greenberg. Then he says, stop slandering. There you don't go. You, Faith Redditor. Uh, and being Greenberg, they call me, that's their other cope, is they call me a Jew because I don't believe in the Jewish prophecy and the Jewish Messiah. Then he said, the Jews, along with the Romans, murdered Jesus. Shut the fuck up about blood magic, Predator. You're the one who has fallen victim to mind control. All right. Now, uh, go ahead. I'll let you kick it off with your finale, Adam, and then I'll let him go. And I almost got it right on the time, uh, but I was letting you guys go because I was interested in the conversation myself. Well, that was really good. Yeah. And thank you both for joining me this evening, too. And I got more show after this, so I hope everybody doesn't leave. Uh, we'll do a segment or two or three. Uh, go ahead. Uh, Adam what do you believe for the end times no these are closing Wait, just say, yeah these are closing statements yeah, oh. I was gonna say, yeah, yeah. okay yeah all right well I mean it you know I've done so many videos covered so much evidence he, he says he watched a few of them but I didn't hear anything even close to being refuted um I still haven't heard it from anybody I've, I'm going to be doing a video soon called the Christian Conspiracy Exposed where I go far deeper into all of this and really lay it out from basically proving this is a scam and a deception just straight from the New Testament and the Old Testament. The Bible, the Old and New Testament is all you need. It's I, I really wish, um, I pray that classical theists will wake up that Christian, Christianity is a Jewish mythology and it's not real, and to stop believing in these ancient, obviously mythical fairy tales. Uh, thank you, sir, for joining me this evening. Uh, and go ahead, Classical Theist, and thank you for making your debut tonight, and it was really good to have you on. And uh, go ahead, the floor is yours. I, I really appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me on, Ethan. Um, yeah, I guess I would just say that, again, I think it's very important to remember that we are coming at this from very different paradigms. I think that because it can be demonstrated that uh, God exists and that, that he has these attributes of truth and goodness, um, and, that, uh, and that because of his, his, his divine attributes in relation to uh, the cosmos, namely his goodness and his infinity, that it would make sense for him to unite himself in the highest way to the highest creature, um, that, that which would be summed up in man that therefore we can look into history and to see is there any are there any plausible inflection points in history that might bear witness to this actually being fulfilled you can look at the videos that i have on youtube that actually go into those philosophical arguments and then you can just again look into history look into this explosive movement of christianity that's predicated precisely on uh, this claim that god became uh, man, that God did unite himself to uh, the cosmos in a human nature, uh, and, and that uh, this, this claim is, surround, is uh, backed up and reported by, I would argue, either eyewitnesses themselves like Matthew and John uh, or, or men who are very proximate to eyewitnesses. I think, uh, like I said, Paul... He's quoting creeds that are very, very early, shortly after the cross. I think that the Gospels can be dated to uh, like 50s and 60s, uh, late 50s, early to mid or early to mid 60s, and that I do think they purport to be historical uh, uh, reportage. I think you do have Tacitus, you do have Josephus making mention of the historical Jesus, and I think that you you can you can show pretty conclusively that. Um, that these um that 
the apostles went on to suffer martyrdom, that the earliest Christians went on to suffer martyrdom based on this claim to historical witness. Uh, the, the apostles were not doing abstract philosophy like I was doing earlier. They uh, were claimed to witness something historical, and they went to their deaths to uh, bear witness to the sincerity of their belief in that claim uh, to witness as documented in the Gospels and corroborated by Paul. And I think that uh, because you have this uh, historical witness to a claim that coheres very well with the philosophical truths about God that we can establish from reason and with the expectation for the incarnation that can be established from reason, uh, that lightens the epistemic burden for the historical uh, case, and then the historical clay, and the historical case also lightens the, the epistemic burden for the philosophical arguments. So you have this symbiosis of sorts that both support each other, and I think that uh, unfortunately we didn't really get to unpack very much of this. We kind of went back and forth, which was okay, but you know it is what it is. Like that, if you uh, truly do search these two. Uh, sides of the argument, I think you will find in that a basis for um, a rational belief in uh, Christianity. And so I, I would just uh, urge you to watch my videos. Uh, I would urge you to um, study the case for the historical Jesus, look into people like uh, Gary, ha Gary Habermas and others, uh, even Bart Ehrman. I think that you will find, you will be very satisfied with what you um, well, what you set out to uh, look into uh, on on this quest for truth. So I guess that's what I'll end with. Thank you, sir. I appreciate you joining me, Adam Green, as well. Both you gentlemen, you have a good one. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Ralph. All right, see you. Thank you, Theist. Right, yeah, it was fun. All right, it was fun. Good right. to see you, Killstream. Bye. Bye bye. All right, now let's see which time do I got here. I got too many times. Okay. There we go. That was a tight 90-minute debate. I'll turn on the TTS myself now. That was one where I didn't, uh, we didn't get to do it as much because there was a lot of shit going on. Now, where is the fucking TTS? Oh, it's already up. Okay. It's up. There we go. Meanwhile, sent three dollars. It plays into the persecuted by Talmudic Usurian and high white propaganda. Earlier arguments can be turned in on you just as effectively. Fear uncertainty does. I read some of these That's out because we wouldn't have time. Basic ethos. PP poo poo fatas. Top right zoomer sent three dollars. Stop slandering the one true faith. Redditor. Church. It says church. Church tabernacle. Oh, sorry. That's a wrap. Church. I didn't think it would say church like that. Holy shit. <laughs> Anonymous sent $3 Christians. Repent for your sins and accept Adam into your heart to save your soul. Shin Chan 256B sent $20 Christ is king. I can see how the church is influenced by the Jews. That is the politics of the human aspect. I don't believe in all the blood magic shit. I never felt anti-white because of my belief. F the J's. Where is fake J Dyer? I don't know. Did he show? I didn't get time for callers, unfortunately. Oh, wow. He did show up. 
Damn it, hold on, wait. Top right Zoomer sent $3. The Bible is the exact opposite of immoral. You read it here, schizophrenic blasphemous. Bring back the Crusades. Top right Zoomer sent $3. Go back to Reddit. Adam Greenberg. Top right Zoomer sent $3. The Jews along with the Romans murdered Jesus Christ. SCFU about my blood magic Redditor. You're the one who has fallen victim to mind control. Dumbass. Alright, let's see. Are you here, Jay? And I kind of wanted to, I, I was going to bring you in during the debate. We didn't have time, but maybe it's better for you to kind of give your take post-game here on what you think happened during this debate. That was rough one to listen to, bro. It was tough. Looks like I'm missing those. It's too late to get Adam back in here. <laughs> I don't know. If he if he's hearing this, maybe we can get him back. You know, we can get a little uh, back and forth going. I, I didn't see you in the green room. I'm sorry. I... It wasn't my intention to, to miss Godzilla you. 37 sent $3 if you expect a winner in a faith and non-faith debate. Your mind was made up before you got here. It'll never happen. Everyone follows what they believe, even if they think they know it's true. All right, what do you think, though? I mean, if he's hearing this, he'll step right up, of course. But he just Yeah, left. dude, maybe he'll come back. Maybe he'll come back. You know what? If he comes back, I'll bring you back. Well, here, I got something to say, though. Okay, all right, well, we'll cut you off. Really yeah, I mean, that was rough to, rough to listen to, dude. It's like... Hold on. $3, so is Adam Green just a more-based Christopher Hitchens? Really good at calling out of the Jews. But atheism is big fucking gay. I like the guy, though. Fake Jay is best Jay. All right, now go ahead. Go ahead, uh, Jay. I didn't mean... These calls are rude. Call Look, everything he's saying, man, he's just like... He's arguing against the fake version of Christianity, dude. Like he's he he says that he was brought up Christian, right? He's brought up Protestant. He came up in a church, dude. That's like this is protesting against the Catholic Church, which itself is a heterodox church that fell away from the true church a long time ago. So he's like three positions removed from the real church, dude. So he's gonna he's gonna have arguments all day long, and they're not even against real Christianity. Like, give me a break. Like, honestly, dude. Like, who are you even arguing with? That's why we call you Reddit here, bro. Like, get a real argument. Talk to somebody who's a real Christian. Orthodoxy. Do you know what ortho means, Adam? Ortho means straight. These are the straight teachings. Doxy meaning the doctrine. This is the straight doctrine. You're arguing against, like, Baptists, dude. Like, who are you arguing against? Martin Luther King? Like, Jesus didn't, he never saw the Star of David in his life. Jesus didn't wear a yarmulke, dude. Like, who are you arguing against? It's like you have this totally made-up Reddit tier. That's why we call you Reddit tier, because I've had, I don't know, six million debates with atheists, and... They all have the same stupid points. I've refuted them all. And even this this guy, he's nice. I don't want to be mean, dude. Like, our theist guy, he's a Thomist, okay? He's a Catholic. So, you know, no offense. We love our Catholic friends. But you got to figure this out, you guys. There's one form of Christianity. It's, there's one church. It's the one that Christ created when he was here, dude. That's the only one. Everything else, you can argue against it all day long. 
you're not arguing against Christianity. The real Christianity, if you want to read, you know, St. Chrysostom, he has six homilies against the Jews. Go look that up, Adam. Okay? So, I don't know what else there is to say. He can come into my Discord whenever he wants. I've invited him. He hasn't shown up. It's called Christian Orthodoxy. It's easy to find. Come on into the Discord. Step right up to the play right there on Discord. Thank you, uh, Jay Dyer Groper. I appreciate you calling in, man, and giving us your take. Yeah, dude. Honored to have Anytime. you back. Anytime. to have you back. Thank you, man. Good show, Ethan. Thanks, sir. <laughs> we love having Willing Jay on the show. SpongeBob Israel Pants. Go ahead. SpongeBob. Yeah, I just wanted to make a couple comments about the debate because, quite frankly, uh, I think Classical Theist did a pretty good job. Um, unlike uh, Adam Green, who flat out just didn't make any arguments. Unfortunately, classical theorists ne- uh, theist never went on the offensive because practically, uh, well, basically what happened was Adam Green would ask a really stupid question because he doesn't know anything about uh, church history. And then classical theorists, theists would rightfully answer it, right? Justify it, make an argument to support it, and then cite scripture and whatnot. And Adam Green would ch- switch to a different topic and go, well, don't you, uh, do you believe in blood magic? It's, it's what he did with my call. Is, oh, so you believe on, you believe in this uh, magical blood? You believe that Jesus Christ uh, was like the son of God and he just created himself to sacrifice himself? It's just, these arguments were destroyed like in 2010 with amazing atheist uh, era. Uh, it's, I don't know, man. It's because I think what the problem with Adam Green is that he... He believes what Christianity is straight through, I would say, rabbis, because he never cites actual Christian sources. It's always, oh, did you did you know that the rabbi, rabbis think this? Did you know that this rabbi said that? You know, it's uh, it's kind of tiresome because I mean, he doesn't even he doesn't even justify his own arguments. He just says things. Well, you know, I can't. I'm the moderator, so I can't. You know, I just, I just let the callers vent as much as they want. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought, I, you know, we only had a certain amount of time. I heard some people like, "Hey, you know, uh, wish we had." You know, sometimes they go longer, sometimes they don't. Uh, right? That's not really. Yeah. It just depends on how much time we have. You know, three or four hours is a long time to ask somebody on. You know, to guest on somebody else's program. I don't usually do three hour guest shots, so I can't like get mad about it. If somebody says ninety minutes, uh, and you know, I think he's you know, probably at work or something tomorrow. I've so. I've uh, I've called in. I, I've called him twice. So I mean, it's not like I was expecting to talk to them. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. But I, I saw some people, in, not you necessarily, but I saw some people in chat were like. Um, you know, like, oh, that's it. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, it's still 90 minutes. It's not nothing. I will say that I don't think 60 minutes is really enough. Um, I just don't. I think I've, and we've done some 60-minute debates, and we still will. If that's all we have, I'll do it. But I really think the 90 is kind of needed, really. Uh, but anyway, man, I appreciate you calling in. Yeah, for sure. Also, just one more thing that's not about the debate. Uh, let's just say uh, certain people on Twitter are, like, totally lying about your numbers on here saying, oh, you know, you're not relevant. Your career is going down. It's like I checked across the platforms. You were like plus a thousand. Uh, yeah, we were about like times. right around 1100 or just below. Uh, and I saw Flamenco, a little boy over there on his channel at 170 <laughs> viewers, 170 viewers. 
uh, to my 1100. Uh, and so, you know, don't believe everything you read on these uh, fucking loser uh, forums is all I'll say. Because uh, men, men lie, women lie, the numbers don't fucking lie. Uh, and, uh, you know, luckily I had a couple, you know, good debate tonight, a couple guests, right? Um, but we still would have been kicking his ass regardless. Uh, and, yeah, you know, motherfuckers can pop up here and there, pop their little rating. Uh, it is what it is. There's the consistent gold standard, and you're, and you're listening to it right here on the kill stream. Uh, so thank you for pointing that yeah. out. Yeah, well, have a good one, Ralph. Thank you, man. There's one measuring stick, and it's right here. What was that? Space Mountain may be the oldest ride in the park, but it's still got the longest line, motherfucker. All right, now, hover hands, go ahead. Whoa. Hey, Ralph. Yo, what's up? Yeah, I wasn't going to call. I got the hiccups right now, but uh, are, are, the, are the guests still on? No. Oh, man. Well, I guess I'll just ask anyways. Who would you rather meet? I guess for, oh, this is for Chad. Oh, you were going to ask him? Fuck. Well, we oh, had Adam so, Green. It's, okay. it's, I'm gonna, it's a little twist on this one. Okay. Who would you rather meet? Uh, Richard Dawkins or uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ? I missed I miss the whole debate, by the way. I mean, it's got to be Jesus, right? Like... I mean, I'm picking yeah. Jesus. Because... Yeah, Richard Dawkins is not real. He's a he's a psycho. <laughs> I mean, it has to be Jesus. Uh, now, you know, if you don't think he was real, that would still I would still want to meet Jesus though because I don't know. Jesus is real. Richard Dawkins, I don't know. I've never it's, seen him in a room. It's questionable. I've never personally met Richard Dawkins, so you should know. get him on the show. Maybe I'll meet him in Portugal. Maybe he'll be jet setting uh, <laughs> off to Europe this weekend, like me. <laughs> Wait, are you actually going to go to dude? Portugal, I'm legit. This couch? is not a fucking joke, dude. I'm flying to Portugal on Saturday. I'll be in Lisbon Sunday morning. I'm not kidding. For I've had five or six people like you say, "Wait, you're really going to Portugal?" Yes, me and Dick Masterson are really going to Portugal, and we will really be in Lisbon on Sunday morning. One hundred percent. Unless, you know, I get sick between now and then and get COVID, then I won't be able to go. But uh, that's the only outlier chance to knock me out of this trip. Tickets are booked. Fucking rooms are booked, uh, at least for Lisbon. Uh, we got a really nice spot, uh, private residence there. So we should be able to uh, film and record at our leisure uh, there in the uh, capital of Portugal. So I, I can't wait to hear that. Wait a minute. Is, is Lisbon the name of... Worski's dad's couch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's today? So I think it's uh, 688 days straight. He's been on the couch. Uh, I, and I keep asking, where did his, where does Portugal money go? Like, how did he snort that? I, much think, up, we, I think we all know where yeah, that went. Yeah, we know. Left nostril. Yeah. He's been having a white Christmas. <laughs> he had a white <laughs> Christmas. Since last I January. had a white Thanksgiving, a white birthday, a white Christmas. Yeah, yeah, we got it. <laughs> uh, thank you, man. I appreciate you calling in. All right. All right. Thanks. See you. All right. See you later. Oh, go to Dallas. Killstream.live slash bowl. Get up. The Dallas event. Butters is in here. We're going to record a bonus episode and just put it out on the podcast. Uh, for the fuck of it, because uh, Killstream.tv is still not back up. Yes, it's frustrating me, but whatever. I can't make them do it any faster. And uh, if they if they don't ever get it back up, which I don't, that's not what they told me. I just talked to them the other day, and I was pissed because I'm like, dude, I thought this was going to be up by now. People still ask me about it. Now, um, 
they did say if you want to, if you don't want to wait, you can contact them and get your your refund. But um, either way, um, I'm hopeful uh, that I'm going to talk to them tomorrow. I'm supposed to. I'm hopeful. I mean, I, I would hope by the first. I don't know. I can only tell you what you, what they're telling me. Uh, and I can also say if you don't feel like waiting on that shit, I don't blame you either. Um, there's some other stuff coming into Odyssey subscriptions and all that shit. So. Yeah, that's what I heard Southern Gringo, by the way. That's a good name, that he was moving in with uh, PPP. Said he's not going to Portugal now. Yeah, too much vaccine bullshit. By the way, Canada has even more. I'm pretty sure it's much worse in Canada. Also, why is it so fucking hot in here? Jesus Christ, that AC is supposed to be on, and it's not. Okay, where is this? So I want to pull this up. we got to talk about Fuentes as well. But apparently the, the guy who runs Getter... Uh, or the figurehead who runs Getter, Jason Miller, who I've talked to two or three times about getting my fucking account. And he seems like a nice guy, and it seems like it's about to happen, and then I never get my fucking account. So you can seem like a nice guy all you want, but if I'm not getting my shit, and it's like I talked to you directly twice, make it happen, dude. Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I have nothing against him personally, and I still hope it does, but it's like, dude, make that shit happen. 2024. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, so folks, or if- Whitmore, Whitmer? Yeah. Well, there was yeah. there was an article once that uh, and actually it's, it's hold on one article. But actually, th- let me go back a little bit further and play it because I got to get up and turn the air conditioner on. Wow. When you Google search LA and trains, <laughs> this is what you see. No subway. And I'll turn on the you know, uh, no, super no, no uh, um, substations. No smiling people waving with their kids boarding a train and seeing their their you know there's there's no uh, husband seeing his wife off as he boards. No, it's this. All of the images except for the, here. Oh, here's a pretty one. Look at that beautiful! Oh, the coaster, the coaster, coaster on the uh, uh, the the Amtrak, and then everything around it is just decay and ruin. I took that trip once. It was it was very nice. It was oh beautiful. yeah, it's right the on scary. The beach. You go from L.A. to San Diego. Oh okay. Yeah. The scary I, thing is that my prediction is that Gavin Newsom is the Dem nominee in twenty twenty four. Yeah, <laughs> and that is so, folks or if, Whitmore. That's not gonna happen, by the way. Whitmer? Yeah. Well, there was yeah. there was an article once that, uh, and it's it's not just one. California affects the rest of the country five years on. I hope not. I think with the uh, attacks, the censorship, and we're only maintaining. Um, hey, Getter, for instance, an opportunity for. People- I heard he just like turn on this guy viciously, basically on the show. Dick Masterson, who's going to be here tomorrow night to debate Amy Teresi on prostitution. He speculated that it was. To get the heat off of him over Jack Murphy, which I hadn't even thought of, but that would be pretty smart. The uh, the pushback we're seeing, thanks to the internet, that's going to play a big role in people waking up and paying attention. We're seeing, um, hey, Getter, for instance, an opportunity for people to bypass the censorship and maintain these values and ideas and share them. If we didn't have that and people were only able to see this mainstream narrative, then yeah, the U.S. would become California and we would all live in squalor and destruction. So long as we keep resisting and fighting for free speech and our ability to share ideas, we're going to hold that off. Which brings me to, let's talk about Getter. And I'll start with this one. We got Joe Rogan six days ago. The reason I think this, this story is a great way to kick off the Getter uh, conversation is that Joe Rogan, with his con- in his conversation with Dr. Malone, helped boost a lot, a lot of the, the user numbers on, on Getter, or, or I should say, convince a lot of people to sign up. But then we ended up with this. Joe Rogan mocks Getter less than a month after joining. I don't know how to get off. Mr. Rogan complained the site artificially bloats follower counts by including a person's Twitter following on their profile. I I think you guys are working on this. 
And my immediate response is, you know, not to make it a softball to begin with, but I mean, you're a relatively new social media platform. You're growing really quickly and you've got to deal with, you know, the bumps in the road along the way to for, for Joe to be like, I don't know how to get off as if he wants to quit already. It's like, yo, man, give the platform a chance. Right. Well, well a couple of things here. Look, uh, uh, number one, you know, Joe, if you're watching, thank you very much. Uh, very appreciative for your joining. We've had, to, uh, as you correctly pointed out, uh, Tim, the, the Dr. Malone surge uh, that's really helped. And we've grown by almost 1.5 million people over the last two and a half weeks. Uh, so we're up to about four and a half million people now. That's a 50% increase literally in, in a little over two weeks, which is massive. And the good news is, too, is that nothing crashed. Everything, we, we're always ready in case President Trump came on board. But but look, going to the Rogan point for a minute, just in case anyone's not on Getter, obviously G-E-T-T-R in the Apple Store and Google Play, just a shameless plug. But uh, what we had is we've in about two weeks, maybe about three weeks, one of the features we'll have on getters when you post on getter, you can have the option to then have that uh, post populate on Twitter as well. Some of the folks, the front end of the house, essentially on the engineering side, got ahead of the back end of the house and they put that out there. So here are the combined follows or how, how many people oh, we have. And uh, look, Wait, so just to clarify, sounds like horse shit. Also, apparently he busts him over Fuentes too. Here in a minute. I don't, I don't know how much, how much longer is it in this? Cause I don't really want to watch much temple. I don't care how about this guy. Chuck, that's right. He said you post on Twitter that'll appear on getter. Is that uh, post on getter? It'll appear on Twitter. Okay, so one thing just, I'm so sorry. Sometimes I know. No, I think that was my mistake. And so when you start your account with getter you have the option of importing in all of your tweets which is a very cool feature because what people don't realize that's your intellectual that's property it. you own that because otherwise if the platforms own it then they would be liable for everything that you're writing and posting on there so we allow people it's kind of a cool feature like wait all my tweets are now showing up i don't what the fuck why my getter timeline then your history whether it be your posts your memes your recordings whatever come with we i went guess i can kind of see a benefit of it but it's not huge really is it and it, again what we'll have shortly then for going forward you post on getter it'll appear on twitter and then someone never really needs to go to twitter again the only reason i ever hear back from people is why they don't quit twitter is well i have followers there i have a message i want to go and get this out so people don't right. want to lose that so well yeah man why don't oh, the spirit of that but shit. here's where we screwed up now it's already buried i knew that would happen too i got Got on Twitter and I said, "These guys are making all the wrong moves. They're reaching out to the wrong people. They're pissing off the wrong people with fervent fucking followers. They're about to light their ass up. They're about to dedicate every day to fucking with Getter. And their fucking communication staff is seemingly incompetent. And they're gonna have they're gonna be up shit's creek. And they don't know what they're fucking with here. And they're about to get fucking. I swear to God, I'll find the tweet." I'll find the tweet. I was at the Bellagio my last day in Vegas. It was January fucking, what, 2nd, I guess? Yeah, January 2nd. And today is January 19th. I'm going to find the tweet. And I'll tell, be on the level when we screw up on something or don't get something right. The, the front end, the, the user experience side posted, here are the total followers. We've now fixed it. So it says here They are fucked up, dude. They didn't have to ban Fuentes. Do you not know that they fucked up their own platform more by doing that? Because there's so many people out there, sh shark smelling blood in the water, that once they did that, somebody like Tim Poole doesn't give a fuck about Nick Fuentes. He's blackballed him from his show for years. Obviously, he doesn't care about him. But also, he knows this is good. These people like Tim Poole, the quartering... They can still see a good angle from a mile away. That's why they're at where they're at. And they see this guy's, I don't know, he's not lighting the world on fire, if you ask me, with what he's doing. Their staff's incompetent. They got this fucking massive softball here. They can preen and posture as these free speech warriors. That's, what they, that's all they want to do anyway. So... <laughs>
So when that's sitting out there and you got Jack Cuck Murphy, uh, you know, hanging over his head, dark cloud, this guy's like a sacrificial lamb. I mean, it makes perfect sense. The people you're following, here your getter followers. But they didn't have to ban Fuentes, I guess is what I was trying to say there as well. Like, they didn't have to do that. They could have just left him on and just let him be. Maybe ban him way on down the line if you were going to even do that. You definitely wouldn't ban him while your service is still nascent and still trying to grow and still trying to get everybody to use and adopt because then you have a whole segment of people who are like, you know, on a jihad against you. Not literally, but you know what I mean. Uh, and you just did that for nothing. For your total, which is both Twitter and Getter. But the fact that we allowed that to, to go and happen first as opposed to waiting to the back end when we did it, it was, a, it was an unforced error. It's a small thing, but, you know, you just got to own it and say, uh, hey, here's what we're trying to do. Uh, get it corrected and then move ahead. I want to talk to you about some specific individuals. Uh-oh. I heard he just gets mollywopped, dude. I, was, I wasn't I was watching because I was preparing for my own show, getting everything set up, sending out the links, all this stuff. So I was doing that, but I was reading commentary of this stream on Twitter while it was going on, and it was, like, universal that this guy just got fucking clipped hardcore. Uh, notably, Nick Fuentes. Uh-oh. People are concerned about for being banned. But before we get into that, I think there's some important context. And so we yeah, will you talk did, about Stelter. that in about five or so minutes. But I want to ask you about your, your uh, terms of service, your community guidelines and all that. And, you know, I've pulled up the getter terms and we've looked at some of it. It's there's a lot of them, but I'll, 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 I'll ask you outright and you can answer as I read through this. Do you have the same or similar policies as these other big uh, tech platforms like like Twitter? Do you ban hate speech? Do you ban, you know, uh, um, do, you, do you do you ban wrong think like if someone has a political opinion that doesn't fly? So uh, let me go and take them in order because I think it's important for yeah. people who wonder and say, uh, what's the difference here? So, uh, again, our vision with Getter, what we do, this is the free speech platform. This is where we make sure the people who can go and actually express their political opinion without getting censored or shadow banned or algorithmed out of existence simply because of what they're saying politically. So you take a look at some of the, some of the guests who've been on this show. Take a look at Steve Bannon. Take a look at Alex Jones. Take a look at, uh, I know Dr. Malone. Um, Dr. Malone hasn't been on, has he? Not yet. Not, not yet, hopefully. hopefully. Okay, we'll talk about that after the show. Uh, but you look at some of the people who even have, uh, look at James O'Keefe, who's just here a couple days ago. Look at Project Veritas, people who now have voices. I'm going to turn the TTS back on, by the by way. Twitter. Terms of service for it's most, on of, now. most all the platforms. Doesn't matter if you're in the challenger Thank platforms like us or um, some. Again, of the other if you're in Portugal, dude, I'm not kidding. I'm gonna. Me and Dick Masterson are gonna Top be there. Top right, Zoomer sent three dollars. Portugal. Portugal. That's right. That's right. That's right. Uh, and by the way, we're gonna have a private residence, so I don't see any problem with doing the captain episode on Tuesday. I'm going to take my mic. We're going to film some stuff. I'm planning on filming a documentary while I'm in Portugal, and I haven't thought of the title yet, uh, but I plan on filming a lot of stuff, actually, doing something cool uh, while we're over here so or over there. Um, filming a lot of stuff, going to a lot of cool places, filming stuff there, but also I have an idea uh, of a documentary, and I don't know if I'll make it part of the documentary or separate it. Wally sent $3, Andy taking over a swiping PPP and being mommy for greasy IRL Martin Prince. Yeah, he's really moving up in the world. Yeah, he's moving up. Shinshan256B sent $5. I want to hear more on this Friday stream. Andy seems pretty confident. I'm not going to talk about that because he's lying about who he's got confirmed, so.
Um, if you want to hear more about it, you can go ask him about it. So that'd be my advice to you there. But, uh, yeah, a lot of fake advertising, uh, a lot of bullshit. So, yeah, if you want to hear more, I would go ask him. All right, now let's play this. Calendars or if you're in big tech. The reason why terms of service for many folks look so similar is because it's effectively your contract. And there's a difference, though, between the terms of service and your community guidelines. One of the things we've come under some... Go ahead. Minglong sent $3. Jay did add a member show up in your Discord to debate you. Is it recorded? Our terms of service... I don't think... I don't think so. It's very clearly spell out. And it's uh, it's on the... Uh, both on the website and through here. But it says, uh, for example, that without limitation... William Matherty sent $3 and hated the Antichrist. Well, that makes sense. And we may, but do not commit to, um, uh, is we, we our attention to offensive, uh, obscene, lewd, filthy, pornographic, violent, harassing, threatening, abusive, illegal, otherwise. Oh, I did see Shin Chan in the end of yours. Why hasn't he gone to live there yet? I don't know. Honestly, um, he was trying to say, first he tried to say that me going to Portugal proved that I was vax, which it doesn't. You don't have to be vax. It's right there on the fucking State Department website. You just have to have a negative test. Uh, then he tried to say he was canceling his trip to he was tra- canceling his move because of the vax regime there it was so strict in Portugal and he didn't want to bother with it. Well, guess what? It's just as strict in Canada, if not more strict. And he was on this show and he came on. Remember when he was laughing and giggling? He's like, "I can go to Vegas. Everything's cool. It's all good now." And Canada had opened up travel to the United States at the time. But you had to be vaccinated to leave Canada, and I think you still do, to leave the fucking country. They won't let you leave. Well, he started saying that he was good to go to the U.S., and some callers in chat or some viewers started going after him and saying, well, you must be vaccinated then if you're good to go to the U.S. And he's like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. It's my personal business. Fuck Prades and Orthus. All hail the Roman Catholic Church. See in chat. Now, that literally happened, by the way. This literally happened, and I'll find the episode. Let's see. It's in September. It was around the Vegas time. I'm writing this down. Because he came on the show and he was like, they said Cozy got hit. Shinchan 256B sent $5. Oh, the captain is coming on Tuesday. Fuck yes. Yeah, he is. I love the captain, Tazariak. You always the best guests. I'm here Thank for you. the entertainment. Sounds dope. Thank you. Yeah, Captain's coming on Tuesday. Uh, and, I, yeah, I know uh, Warsky's talking a lot of big shit, but I don't believe uh, half the shit he's saying about about his show. He said so-and-so showing up and this and that. Uh, I don't believe that's going to happen. Um, but, uh, you know, we'll see. Whatever. Uh, I, I don't... Uh, oh, I see Cozy is down. It just went to full fucking white screen over here. Wow, that's the first time I've ever seen it down like that. Not sure if it was servers or DDoS. I have never seen it down like that. It's definitely down, though. Uh, This was the day. So Nick Fuentes was subpoenaed by the FBI, not the FBI, the uh, January 6th. Select committee or whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, They subpoenaed him and Patrick Casey and put out a fucking press release image with both of them in there at the same time. I actually got calls from some of my people um, because they specifically cite uh, this Bitcoin donation that Nick got 
Now he got a huge. He got a ton, like a huge amount, like ten, twelve bitcoins or some shit. Somebody in this same donation, the same guy, sent me half a bitcoin, which was very much appreciated. By the way, this was twenty twenty December. He sent me half a bitcoin, and uh, I definitely sold that bitch. <laughs> I definitely sold that bitch. Uh, but the feds are on some bullshit, and they're trying to say, the guy just killed himself. He wanted to leave his money to some people he liked watching, basically, and liked reading. That's what happened. So they're trying to say, oh, this was some kind of nefarious thing. It's like, well, how? The dude's dead now. Yeah, he gave some money, but so what? I don't know. That's fucking horseshit, honestly. The whole thing's horseshit. But I got calls from mine. They're like, are you going to be subpoenaed and this and that? I was like, I don't think so, but. Um, they would have a tough time with that. You know what the hilarious thing is? I would have been at January 6th, uh, 100%, except I was on bail on some bullshit, and they wouldn't let me fucking leave Virginia on that bail. I was on bail again a couple months ago, and they let me. I had a better bail. I actually told the magistrate. I was like, look, I'm a fucking Internet talk show host. I, I didn't say the F-bomb. But uh, she's like, what do you do for a living? I said, I'm an Internet talk show <laughs> She's like, really? I was like, yeah, that's actually what I do. I was like, I, if I could travel, that'd be great. And da, da, da. And she gave me a bond with a tra- with travel uh, exception, which they don't usually give out in Richmond, if you want to know the truth. Um, but anyway, I didn't have one of those uh, in January 2021. So I just was able to go right up to the fucking state line, basically. Pansy did some reporting, but she didn't go to the Capitol. She was just out there at the speech. Uh, but if I'd been there, I would have I would have probably been at the Capitol. Now I don't think I would have went in. Um, but you know what? They're they're hitting people who were just on the Capitol grounds, like uh, who were just there filming on the Capitol grounds. I'm pretty sure I would have been on the cap. Like I don't know. I'm not sure, but I know I would have been in that vicinity. Uh, and that's enough to get people caught up uh, in in all this. And so it was kind of. Some people say I would have gone in. I don't know. It's one of those things. I don't think I would have because I know. I remember watching it live, and I was just like, oh, man. As soon as they went in, I was like, oh. It was, it was, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It was sort of exhilarating to watch, too, because it was like, what the fuck's going on? But also, it was like, man, this is going to be bad because they're going to use this like it was, you know, end of the line, you know, end of the Republic type shit, which is exactly what they did. But, um, Either way, it would have been enough to get caught up deep in this shit. Uh, so thank God that uh, that didn't happen. Was objectionable, inappropriate content. That's within, and obviously things like uh, you know child abuse or beheading or, or different things like that. The Black ter- Phillips sent three dollars. Ralph, when I was on probation, I wasn't allowed to leave the stage either and had to submit to random piss tests. One time, I was out of stage and had to submit piss. Yeah. I sent my brother with my passport, and they took uh- it. It's easy to game the system. Yeah, fuck them. Game, game the system. They, just, I mean, I don't give a fuck, honestly. That shit's bullshit. They shouldn't be able to drug test you anyway. It's horseshit. The court should have no rights to, to drug test you. Uh, your employer should have no rights to drug test you. It's all horseshit. It's, it's, a, it's a damn shame that uh, previous generations, previous adult generations, just gave up their civil rights like cowards. Top right Zoomer sent $3. Everyone involved in creating Getter is 100% full of shit. Let's see. I was trying to send out a thing that we were still live on Odyssey. I'm wondering if it was the Fed. Uh, we'll see. 
but yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think it's cool that uh, employers. I don't think it's even constitutional. I don't think it's right. All these libertarian. Uh, damn it! I was trying not to say that word, so I could just <laughs> so I could just upload it without clipping. All right, I'm gonna like, note that so I can still do it. <laughs> all right, okay, I still got it. Um, but no, seriously, all these fucking losers uh, who gave away our right to privacy, who who gave away, literally let a, what, you let McDonald's take your fucking piss? Say they have the right to take your piss to hire you? No, you know what? McDonald's, you don't have the right to operate. We're going to close down your fucking store. That's what it should have been. Fuck you, motherfucker. Now, you know what? We're going to confiscate your property. You're not going to tell us what the fuck you're going to do, you motherfucker. Sick of this shit. God, this is one of my pet peeve issues, literally. Um, now, again, you can maybe make more of a case for the court doing it if it's some guy who's like, you know, 25 drug crimes or whatever. Even then, though, I don't, I'm not a huge fan. Uh, definitely not a huge, not any type of fan or any type of allowance for for businesses being able to do that terms of service because since it's legal terms of someone this is your contract with someone for signing up that's why terms of service are is going to be written in that manner where we are in working to improve is a platform is that's a, my piss working on this right now we hope to have it because he's been taken off the air i don't know why or if it was a crash or if um some other stuff happened uh fuentes got um Subpoenaed by the by the uh, January sixth committee today, but um, I don't know. Top right zoomer sent three dollars. Ike, if you've noticed, but Cozy TV is down. I'm having to watch the stream on Odyssey RN. What the fuck? I have noticed that, sir. We're talking about it right now. Yeah, um, I can't. Cozy, the whole site is down, dude. So there's nothing I can really do about that. Yeah. That shit is down. Yeah, it might have just been. Uh, there was a lot. There was a lot of people on there too. An exact timeline, more specific community guidelines, so it's even clearer for people. Okay, you guys say that you're the free speech platform. We realize, okay, that somebody who's been kicked off these other platforms, they can come and express themselves politically, and no one's going to go and vote them off the island for talking about COVID or voting issues or climate change. There's no, not going to be any warning labels. But give us a little more granularity, and that's one of the things that we've heard from people, and we're working to put that together to publish. So we we, we asked this similarly of Rumble. Uh, it's uh, I'm, I've, it says right here, Getter holds freedom of speech as its core value and does not wish to censor your opinions. Nonetheless, you may not post on or transmit through the service any unlawful, harmful, threatening, abusive, harassing, defamatory, libelous, indecent, vulgar, obscene, sexually explicit, pornographic, profane, hateful, racially, ethnically, or otherwise object. Listen to what. We protect freedom of speech, except we don't. Shinchan 256B sent $5 when I was 18. I got popped with weed. Jail for a day until I got bail. Probation after. Faked my piss tests for a year. Good. The court doesn't care. As long as you pay your dues to the government. It costs them more to jail you. I don't smoke anymore. Man fading in the night sent $3. Sad to hear about Andy. But just like the gays, you suck one cock, you're a cocksucker for life. Gun gang gang. <laughs> Black Phillips sent $3. Ralph, if anyone is active on Getter, they deserve to be tarred and feathered Earl in public. I actually defended Parler, It's Parler being a boomerkin is a no longer bit, an excuse. 
Getter uses Amazon Web Services like Parler. What a joke. Well, that ended up anyway, being a big mistake. Yeah. Dollar Dwork. Rocket, rocket. That ended up being a big, big mistake. But I thought some of their outreach and stuff actually at Parlor was not too bad. We had their CEO on the show. There was a lot of stuff I liked about Parlor, honest, honestly. And I was on the Parlor train for a while. But things went sideways, and then they had some kind of internal strife and deposed him. And January 6th, of course, uh, it went awry, I guess you could say. Yeah, Rumble. Uh, it's, uh, I'm, I, it says right here Getter holds free. I was wrong. I backed Parlor. In the gab parlor, little uh, kerfluffle there. I was still pissed at Torbo at that point, honestly. Uh, but I got respect for the guy. Um, I think gab is is the most solid option now, for sure. Speech has its core value and does not wish I to. I got respect you. for him sticking around. Top right zoomer sent three dollars. Get her in the Mossad have teamed up to fuck with Cozy. Your opinions, <laughs> nonetheless, you may not post on or transmit through the service any unlawful, the unholy alliance, threatening, abusive, harassing, defamatory, libelous, indecent, vulgar, obscene, sexually explicit, pornographic, profane, hateful, racially, ethnically, or otherwise objectionable material of any kind, including any material that encourages conduct. Oh, here's what. Uh... Here's what Fuentes said. Cozy experienced so much traffic tonight on this record-breaking historic episode of America First that the site crashed. Cozy will be back online shortly. Tonight my show reached 11,300 concurrent viewers. This is the biggest show I've ever done since being banned from DLive almost exactly one year ago. America First is inevitable, is uh, Fuentes' statement. Constitute a criminal offense, give rise to civil liability, or otherwise violate any law, rule, or regulation. Of that, of the laws applicable to you, or applicable in the country in which the material is posted. So I'm curious because the idea of banning hateful content—I mean, that's editorially defined—and I do want to make sure we say as we we go into this, Getter clearly is going to allow more speech than these other platforms. But I'm wondering why it is that top uh, right Zoomer sent three dollars. John Matson, Andrew Torba are based. Yeah, I liked uh, mates a lot actually. Yeah. Uh, Getter has. What's he the doing same now? I think he's language. on. Yeah. You, say, they, you outright say you cannot be, you know, hateful, racially or ethnically or 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 obscene, and we see that same language on all the other big tech Silicon Valley platforms. So a couple of things here, because uh, again, keep in mind that for most countries, especially yeah, Vampire Politics sent fifty dollars. Enjoy your trip. I wonder if that Portugal oh, sure. smoke is any good. I'm about to find out, baby. That's. <laughs> I'll let you know. Uh, but thank you, man. Very kind of you. I appreciate you, uh, on that. Thank you, everybody, today, all day on Tequila Sunrise as well. Big support. I know I say it a lot because you guys give me big support a lot. I'm hoping to do some fun stuff next week in Portugal. Since you mentioned that, uh, I want to do a documentary. I don't know if this will be part of the documentary or something separate, but I also want to do a shoot interview. We talked about shoot interviews before on this show. And recently I was talking about them with somebody else. It was also on this show, but I forgot who it was. And I'm thinking a shoot interview, me, Dick Masterson, just complete shoot on everything and everybody uh, and release that just separately as its own content uh, is kind of what I want to do. And also, I got to record with him, too. So we're going to do a biggest problem in the universe. And uh, I don't know if we're going to do a Dick show or not. I don't know. We'll see. But we're definitely, I think, going to do a biggest problem in the universe. So, what is a shoot interview? Um, 
Well, I'll tell you. Hyphen sent $3. (laughs) Call it the Miami trip filmed in Portugal. Nah, this is going to be way better than the Miami trip. I'm not with a bunch of fucking losers. Uh, This is going to be great, honestly. This is going to be... This is going to be amazing. I have a feeling. If you saw the place that we're going to be in, it's like... And it was $600, and it's like fucking just perfect, honestly, for what we're doing. And I can't even give you more than that, because they'll definitely try to fuck with it, so... Let's see. Hold on, I'm looking through. Uh, but anyway, oh, what's a shoot interview? Um, so it's kind of just like, so a shoot interview, uh, where it originally got its name is for wrestling. Uh, you know, when it's on TV, wrestling, everything is called a work. Everything you see on TV usually, uh, with a rare exception. Means it's the storyline. It's part of the story. Um, it's fake, basically. Fictional. Um, and then, um, you know, without going into all the terms, kayfabe and all that, kayfabe means in character, basically. Uh, whereas a shoot would be the opposite of a work, the opposite of um, something fake, basically something fictional. And it would be the guy, you know, out of character, saying everything he thought, telling everything he thought. Maybe he's telling stories about sex, drugs, alcohol, all this shit. Sometimes they go into that uh that uh, genre, that uh, area those areas, shall I say. Um so that's kind of what a shoot interview is. Um where not where they might be a little they might reveal more. Uh, t- typically they they're known for revealing more than just a regular interview where it's like it's going into some of the Background, some of the blow by blow, some of the you know dirty shit that happened, et cetera, et cetera. In the U.S., your free speech rights, for the most part, extend up until the point where they infringe on someone else's rights. If we're going to have a platform where we allow people to come on and keep it very real politically, to keep it very politically, I'm in Lisbon. What are you talking about? Be, there have to be some standards. Man, these in- people talk about don't go to the major capital cities. Y'all are gay. I don't know what to tell you. Yes, I'm going to Lisbon. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh yeah, just stay out of, just stay out of the main fucking place with all the priceless art and all the cathedrals and all the fucking cool shit. Don't go there. You'd be crazy to go there. No, I'm going there, fucker. What do you mean? I don't. <laughs> yes, I'm going to Lisbon. Shinshan, no, I haven't had six dollars. dollars. Everybody wants to fight these days, Ralph. Andy, Quarter Pounder, anyone else that uh, wants yeah, to. Might as well start hitting that gym and maybe some combative training. It's just good stuff to You learn. know what Andy said? Keep healthy. This dumb you don't fucker. Drink or sick. Good start. He said he wanted 25 grand to fight me. I, the only thing I would even consider paying Andy 25 grand to do would be to kill himself immediately upon receipt of the 25 grand. I would not pay him 25 cents to fight me. This fucking dumb fucking idiot. I can't even fathom what in his brain would think I would pay him one single dollar to fight me. 25K? Is that how much you owe your Coke dealer? You mother... I'm really trying to hold back dropping some words that I don't use very often because I can't even imagine what would make him think that I would pay him anything. I wouldn't pay him shit. Is that what you owe your dad? Like, I don't know what the fuck. 25K? Bitch, they're going to pay me. I'm not fucking... I'm the one people want to see fight anyway, not you. You're the one that blew it. What the fuck? 
fucking idiot. I'm the promoter. I'm the one that draws the fucking flies to the honey. You're nothing. You're an idiot. You're some fucking stooge. I'll let sit around here a couple of years way past his prime and suck up oxygen so I could fill airtime, you idiot. Do you not know how this worked out? That's why you were here. So I could fill up airtime with a stuttering retard who had a little bit of nostalgia left over for when he was worth a shit. And I knew I could squeeze the last few fumes out of your dead, fly-ridden fucking carcass. That's what I knew because I'm smarter than you. And so you took that major fucking benevolence and you spit in my face. And I ain't never going to forget it, you cocksucker, ever. I promise. You're going to wish you didn't do that. Place to make sure that people don't think that it's a threatening or potentially illegal environment. But so they're, but, so they're, but hateful. But uh, hold on. But there's, but you notice we do not use hate speech, which is a phrase that pe- the left has taken over. And they, and then it's like, like who defines it as, uh, is hate speech, for example. But here's one of the things we're not going to allow to happen uh, on Getter. And this is something where I get a lot of pushback from people. Uh, but they've said, or we've said, excuse me, that we're not going to allow racial or religious epithets on the platform. I have not had one person who's come to me yet and said, you know what? If only I could use the blank word, uh, then it would be an okay platform. And yeah, Adam, you know what? I like Getter. You're absolutely right. He does have the roundest head in existence, Jason Miller, the guy we're listening to, the Getter chairman or whatever. And I'll also say this. Well, he has. I have absolutely had some people tell me it would be better if they could just say a certain word. (laughs) Use the blank word. It's just you have to go and have. You're not going to make every the blank single person word. What is happy, the blank word? But we have to have a platform, especially being global. The U.S. is about 57% right now of our overall base. It's a global platform. We have to make sure that people, regardless of your religious or your yeah. um, uh, racial background, that you feel welcome on the platform. Well, I got a question I really want to ask. Who gets to decide what is obscene? Because some people would say Ian's obscene. Hey. Or, or, or I'm obscene. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not denying right. that, right. but come on. Who, who decides what is obscene? Is there any oversight or transparency when it comes to banning people or shadow banning people? Do you guys shadow ban as well? That's another question that people are asking. So taking it in reverse order, no shadow banning, no algorithming. One the thing people realize with Getter is everything's in the linear time frame. So you do not have, remember that was kind of the, the old Twitter before they changed up and got the algorithm advanced to where they went and, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example of an algorithm. Dinesh D'Souza, who's on Getter, and who, who, he brings the heat on social media, in my opinion. I think the guy's great. I, I didn't even know. He brings the heat on social media. He effectively didn't know that he was on Twitter because I'd never seen any of his content. He gets you on know, Getter. if I heard him say that in 2015, I probably still would have been like, that's cringe, but I would have. It would have fit, though, but it's like, oh, this guy really brings the heat on social media. Okay, fellow kids, I can't. You know, man, the guy's like every other post. He's pretty prolific because there was the shadow banning. Prior to being CEO of Getter, I could literally do the the proverbial kafefe, and I'd get 2,000 retweets. You know what? Kafefe, I need my account kafefe. If I put kafefe on it, will you pay attention? If I fucking put, you know, make Israel great again or some shit on there, will you fucking listen? I don't know. Write Likud Party. Put... Maybe I'll write on Likud Party stationery or some shit. I don't. I don't know what to do. And I even talked to you, and I really am not even trying to be that mean to this guy. I'm not trying to go full full mode on him like I did somebody else a minute ago. But it's like, dude, can I just? You clearly they cleared off the account, and got the fake guy off there, but they still didn't give it to me. Have an actual. It's got my photo and everything on it. Like I'm on Getter. Legit, you know, I'll take one of my Getter posts and put them over on Twitter. And I'll get like 30 people retweeting. Just hey, guess what I'm CEO. 
no shadow banning or anything. In fact, one of the things I've made very clear as a CEO, everybody gets treated the same. It doesn't matter if you're on the left, on the right. So, look, well, that's not how it's supposed to work, fucker. Tell me I'm number one in a not very positive way all the time. That's that's part of the part of the drill. You come on there. You want to go and speak your opinion. Great. You can go and have that. So there's no shadow banning or algorithming of, of any sense. Yeah. Uh, a man so fading in the night sent three dollars. Hey, come on, big guy. And he has the hottest Internet show about nothing. Topics absolutely nobody cares about and slangs the N word like a brother. Yeah. Slangs the N word. So yesterday when he said can't be too racist anymore, which I felt was like, well, I guess that's the end of your career then. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. And I mentioned this the other day, and I, and I know it's going to keep getting brought, brought up for a little while because that's just how this thing goes. I'm not running from it. I really mean everything I said a minute ago. He's a fucking idiot. Um, but. One of his big flaws, he can't talk about. He can't talk about. Maybe something like this, he maybe could talk about a little bit, but not with any type of intelligence whatsoever. And then things that are like actual political issues, he can't talk about at all. Like he can't talk about it with any type of intelligence at all. He doesn't even know the Canadian political system, much less the United States political system, in any way whatsoever, really. Um, and. It's a shame to be that uh, that old, that far along in life, and to be such a fucking dumbass. Joey Jojo sent $3. If that bitch punk Timmy Pools knew shit about showmanship, he would have Torba on with Miller on this boring-ass show. That would have been sick, honestly. Uh, but I'll say, um, well, first off, I sympathize with that, though, because, you know, I don't ambush people, and maybe he wouldn't have signed up for it if that happened. But I understand, too. Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, but uh, it's very simple. Uh, he, he can't talk about issues like that. Any type of geopolitical concern, any type of just political concern, Canadian even, he can't talk about it with any type of intelligence or depth, and usually can't even talk about it at all. And so when you're just immediately, you've cut off half the field, basically, you can't operate on the political side. Well, there's plenty of people without just superficial, in a superficial way you can, but barely. Well, there's plenty of people who thrive and have good shows like that, uh, but they're funny. <laughs> they don't just spend their time ripping off everybody else, you know, Mike David and everybody else he's ever seen. And uh, I'm not sure Warsi's ever had an original thought uh, in his brain. So, again, um, it's not like the material's not out there. There are people dumber than Andy who talk about that shit every day, too, this same shit, politics. But he just doesn't want to learn. He's not... Uh, He's not a curious person, uh, unless he's wondering if the Coke price rose, uh, if he's going to have to pay more for his gram of Coke this weekend or not. Uh, but he's just not curious when it comes to intellectual activity, reading. Uh, you know, I'm talking about all the cool museums and fine art I'm about to go experience. That doesn't uh, motivate a small brain like Andy Worski. Uh, he's a loser, and uh, a small brain loser at that. So uh, I think it's quite obvious to anybody who does, any, you know, any listening to this guy more than like five minutes. Uh, and again, I mean, I'm just saying it matter of factly because it's true. Like, it's not even. I'm not. I don't even. It's not. I'm not, not getting worked up about that. I mean, it's just true. Like the guy is just intellectually uh uncurious and just fucking dumb i don't know and it's not like i'm no stupider people for sure um but it, it's it's almost worse with him because he's not the dumbest person 
he could clearly be smarter, but he just doesn't want to be. He's fucking just lazy. To, to your next point, then, about who decides this. So we work with two parts. This is how our moderation platform works. First of all, we have, uh, so it's two parts, both an AI component, artificial intelligence, as well as human moderators. There are a number of key features. It's, you know, like 44 or so different categories of things, say for like a, a full-on pornography or something that's a beheading, um, uh, you know, things that are just certain words, for example, uh, that will get stopped immediately from getting posted. That's Top-rate Zoomer sent $3 a minute, no, I don't do that. What they call the API, so they can go, so it's not like it goes somewhere and it gets screened. Literally, you can't even do it from the API, from the platform. So those things get blocked. Certain things are in the category of, and again, it's it's got to be pretty darn strong for it, to get, uh, for it to get blocked. But then things are, say, between a, you know five on the scale to nine on the scale, then go to human moderators to go and review. And what we have with, so the, all the human moderators who are part of Getter, number one, we, they go through a pretty extensive background check. So usually before... Hyphen sent $3. He's right. not dumb by birth. He had a choice and he chose to be lazy and do enough drugs to kill the rest of his brain cells. That's right. That's correct. That's that makes it worse. And by the way, you guys listen to the show. You know I party. You know I get down. Like what the fuck? I, 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 I do what I want all over this world, literally. Uh, but I still like to learn. I still like to read a good book. I still like to fucking read articles about the world and about politics in different countries and different newsmakers, different interviews. This motherfucker doesn't. Fireball do sent three dollars. Do you think Andy got Surfer's recipe for Snickerdoodle swastikas? Might be a bit too racist for his new venture. I assume he cooks for PPP, though, as well as wipes his enormous ass. I, I don't know. I, I just, yeah, I was supposed to say, did Ralph buy his new truck for this guy? <laughs> Talking about Miller. Yeah, I don't know. The Worski, the, it's just, um, it's it's there for him, but uh, it's just not, uh, it's just not going to happen. And I had something else I was going to say, too, and I lost my train of thought. Um... But uh, maybe it'll come back to me in a minute. It's it's all this. It's all in the same vein, though. Where someone gets onboarded, uh, I want to say it's upwards of at least two or three weeks of going through to do a background check to make sure they're not going to be bringing some aspect of of, of political bias. Oh, to it. oh, I know and what it was. I, mean, I talked to Surfer, uh, and I said I was going to do the weight loss competition that he's doing. I got to send him a video, which I'll do tomorrow. I was going to see. I haven't asked him this yet. But I was going to see if he would come on here and talk about it. Not even talk about the PPP shit. Uh, not even talk about Worski. Just come on here and talk about uh, the weight loss thing. So maybe we'll see. Uh, but I did have some back and forth with him in DMs. Uh, and he was, we were talking back and forth jovially uh, in a non-adversarial manner. Uh, and he doesn't seem like that bad of a dude. Americans or foreign workers? Uh, all the above. So there, there are people, because keep in mind, I mean, we have people who are monitoring 14 languages right now. Uh, so I'll tell you that there's, you know, you're only going to find so many people in the U.S. who are monitoring Japanese, for example. So we have people, you know, but there'll be a lot of people in South Australia and New Zealand who might be monitoring, you know, Japanese or even monitoring Mandarin or Arabic. Those, so, you know, I think it's, I think it's 14, it might be 15 languages now. But the other thing, too, is going through and then certain things the moderators might not know. Uh, they might not. Uh, so in addition to the. the yes, I saw check, that top uh, right. Then we do the spot checks and making sure where things are. Certain things where there are going to be questions. And I've had, you know, I've had things that are frivolous. Go ahead. 1984 sent $10. What is your all time favorite fine art piece or artist? You know what? <sighs> I would actually have to think a lot about that. I've been told. 
soul, so shall you reap. And the sins that you do two by two, you pay for one by one. In my younger years, I was wild and free. Now those days are past and gone. A man fade in the night sent $3 remember on this year's taxes to Clam Andy. You get a great rebate for helping out a slow adult. I would say that uh, I like Caravaggio a lot, uh, for one, and then also Rembrandt. Uh, and uh, we were at the Met. They have a Rembrandt section that is just, like, fucking sick. I mean, it's, like, amazing. Now I can't get in there now. Well, not without subterfuge. Because uh, they have the vaccine passport or whatever. But I went right before they instituted all that in July, I think. Um, and so, yeah, I like Rembrandt a lot, too. Now, specific piece, I'd have to sit and think. Uh, but those are two off the top of my head. Uh, and you know, I really like uh, the Italian-focused uh, uh, artists and uh, that came from that region. And also the, the Dutch masters that I mentioned. List. They get elevated up to our executive board. Uh, to then we have a, a six-person team that they go both, both combination of kind of the, well, the user the one Dutch master that I mentioned was for the folks, but as well as the legal people who kind of look through it where something has to get. We decide, okay, what's our posture going to be? Certain things then get brought to my attention. I'll tell you some of the things that have been frivolous. Like on the first day, one of the moderation people came running up and you know, Jason, Jason, someone just posted the picture of Hunter Biden with the feather boa and the tidy whities You know, what do we say? And of course, my answer on that is, look, I'm never going to tell the son of the president of the United States what he can and can't wear uh, in his <laughs> pictures, and I'm going to defend his freedom to wear that feather boa. That's frivolous. I'll tell you something that's not frivolous is after the uh, after hilarious Afghanistan uh, airport bombing, Kabul, where there were images that were posted of actual people blowing up like pretty. But is there newsworthiness to that as much as it's bad? So here is so going through that, because this is this is like this is the type of decision that we have to sit down and make is that we are such an anti-terrorism uh, anti-authoritarian regime. You can't go and sweep stuff under the rug. And look, a lot of our people are on board saying France and Germany have dealt with the terrorist bombings firsthand. So we, we made the decision you cannot show the act of killing someone. So you couldn't actually show, and, and I'm not trying to, I'm just being very direct. You can't show the act of somebody blowing to pieces, but you can show what the, the carnage is afterwards. I literally went through this last night with our director of moderation where one of our verified users showed somebody driving who was being shot in somewhere in the middle east so it's actually the act of shooting the person and while in the single take they went up and opened the door and pulled out essentially a dead family with the kids so in that context said look because it's showing the act of killing them we can't show that but if it's showing afterwards hey here's what happens on attack that the people are dead that's that's where uh, we decided to draw the draw the line it's tough because i totally understand why people would be like we don't want that on our platform but there's a very important newsworthiness that wouldn't a, a filter make you know be better maybe some kind of like 
you know, you don't see it unless you opt in and click or it. Or unless you decide to follow those people. Yeah. Like, shouldn't people have the choice to say, I want to follow those well, people look, look, for look, this coverage? I, I don't want to derail from yeah. the point I'm making. The point I'm making is, in this world, if a serious moment happens, let's say we saw what happened with Aaron Danielson, a Trump supporter, was walking down the street, an Antifa guy put two in his chest. As much as that's a gruesome act, we, I, I think people need to see, you know, the newsworthiness of this. This happened in this country. And if you restrict that, people won't believe it. You, you, you could go to someone and say, did you know that a far left Antifa guy killed the dude? And they'll be like, show me the video. I can't get her bandit. Would you ban the George Floyd video? I uh, would not ban the, the George Floyd video. But that's I a think. video of someone dying. Uh, but it's true. It's the. This guy's getting twisted up, man. How long does he get twisted up? I don't think. Jesus. We, we're going to have to pick up some of this tomorrow. Holy shit. He's got an hour and a half of grilling. Yeah, I'll have to pick up some of this tomorrow. Damn. I'm going to record a little something with Butters. I don't want to sit up too late tonight, too. That's another thing. I fulfilled my mandate today, I feel like. We also got a clip of Nick tomorrow. Which we didn't really talk about that much, but, uh, I mean, I think he got the gist. He's been subpoenaed by January 6th. We did talk about it a little bit. We'll have some more on that tomorrow, too. Somebody suggested getting him to call in. Friday night. I heard somebody was doing something. Friday night. That was me. Mr. Girl versus, well, not versus, having a discussion with Richard Spencer. What if we, uh, what if we try to get him to call in after, maybe? Top right Zoomer sent $3. Hey, Ethan, when are you having Andrew Torbo on the kill stream oh, next? You know. Maybe we can see if we get a little call in after. I don't know. I know it's it'll be late on a Friday, but I might check in on that. Uh, I'll check in on this some more tomorrow. I'm going to talk to Butters a little bit. I'll put that up on the podcast feed. I said I was going to do a little bonus for the podcast gang gang, and I wasn't lying. This guy is not getting a good response at all. Jason Miller, former Trump advisor, in the chat. like He's just getting absolutely demolished by everybody. Then also, I think, um, oh, did you send me? Oh, did you send me a logo? Oh, sick. Uh-uh. Already? Oh, dude, he must be probably like, let me see. You got to see this. I mean, he should be. Everything he does is good. All right, let's see. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> oh. I'm going to go get this put on a shirt tomorrow. <laughs> oh, man. Hold on. I got to show you guys. This is, the, this is our, our trip logo. Hold on. It didn't upload? No, hold on. Oh, fuck. Okay, hold on. This is so funny. Killstream World Tour. We'll be in Portugal Sunday morning. I got a seven-hour flight. Let's see. We'll be in Lisbon. Like I said, if any of you guys are there, or if you're in Spain or France, you can get over there easily. I think once I get into Portugal, I can just go anywhere in the Shenzhen zone. How strict are the borders? I'm not going to, but I just wonder. Isn't that how it works? Jen, is that you? Did I get your read in? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. I just not saw that. Ethan, you should play HD poker with me and renegotiate on stream. Y'all do that. If you want, sure. 
You've been more than good enough to me. Yeah, 100%. I don't have a problem doing that. Uh, if you want to do it before Portugal, though. Just now saw. She had sent me a message. Uh, I just now saw it. Yep. I'm definitely 100,000% in. Sorry if I missed you guys. Uh, down, uh, I think I got, I don't think I missed uh, any more, but uh, I was just kind of riffing there. I lost my my uh, mark a little bit. I think I got everybody's. Now you're going to, now I need to check. I'm like, okay, hold on. I need to look at all these others too, just to make sure. Okay. But yeah, man, thank you. Oh yeah, if you want to do it when I get back, that's cool too. Uh, 100% though, just whenever. I'm in. That sounds like fun. I used to play a ton of poker. I'll probably get my head cracked. I might try to get some practice rounds in. I used to play a lot and actually know like odds on some hands and all that shit, but that was like 15 years ago, dude. So I don't know all that anymore. <laughs> Not even close. Uh, so tomorrow we'll go through this some more. We'll talk. Uh, Nick Fuentes, I guess, talked about some of the Catboy bullshit and the bullshit rumors they try to make up about him. He did a video on it while he's watching this uh, other clown's video. Uh, and so... We'll play that clip, too. I think it's like 20 minutes. I haven't seen it yet. Um, some other stuff. You know how we do Tequila Sunrise. We'll monitor the situation. Monitoring the situation live. That's the Tequila Sunrise uh, strategy there. So, Yeah, and I see uh, I see that. Uh, yeah, I know Sydney and Elijah are in Dallas, and we'll be in Dallas. Uh, and K-Max is a legend. He keeps trying to get me on their show. And he keeps tagging them and everything. Saying they should get me on. I mean, I agree with them, but uh, I try not to. I want it's good. It's okay for you guys to do that. It looks unseemly for me to do it. I think, unless you retweet, maybe just retweet them. I don't know. We were gonna get Elijah on, and then everything happened. I had court, all this shit going on, and then his shit fucking got crazy, and I was like, oh, okay. But there are several, including uh, Jared Taylor, that I have to follow up on, and I will. One hundred percent. Now here goes that logo. <laughs> Killstream World Tour, dude. This is sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is that is amazing. <laughs> oh boy, should we play it? Oh, I think it's the only appropriate. I think it's the only appropriate. 1984 sent $10. Let's fucking go. I will play it next then. I wish the buck was still. Oh, I know this motherfucker, yeah. And it was back when the country was strong. Back before else, before the Vietnam War. Before the Beatles and yesterday. Oh, what's up? Nick just finished. When a man. I was just about to finish too. And still would. Are the good times really? It's the best of the free life. 
behind us Somebody download this if you're coming in. The good time's really over for good. I wish Coke was... Yeah, there's more to that. But. Eight-hour stream! Nah, I got work to do tomorrow, too. But I will be in Portugal... Portugal, do you hear me? The country, I will be there Sunday morning. Me, Dick Masterson, the Killstream World Tour, ladies and gentlemen. Can I play this? Where is it? Oh, here we go. Oh, I can't hear. Oh, no, hold on. Yeah. That's Gamer Aesthetics, the legend made that. In one night, what? No, I'm not vaccinated, dumb fuck. Sorry, I shouldn't say that to you, sir. Cartman said I think you're being for real, but no, you don't have to be vaccinated again. You just need a negative test. Capri Sun, good to see you. In the world is Carmen San Diego. This scheming ass bitch. Carmen San Diego. It is some. I said I was just gonna say that reminds me of the Carmen San Diego song. There's a reason for that. There's a good reason for that. Oh yeah, it is kind of weird how Andy forgot about that. Oh, he counts every single view on every platform ever existed when it's his view. <laughs> Hey, I forgot about YouTube. Carmen San Diego. Yeah, oh, I see that now. I didn't see that. I don't pay attention to Warsky's tweets unless somebody shows it to me. But I see that he says, oh, he showed me in, in against Nick where I had 150 and he had 11K. Yeah, but I had a I don't know. I mean, he was doing way better than me, no doubt. But I had another 1,000 people watching the show at that time. I might just start responding to Warsky on, like, fucking Telegram or um, paypig.org because he just wants me to keep responding to him on Twitter because he has no organic like no real organic following of his own. So he relies on me to get like in back and forth fights with him. So I think I'm about to just, I, I might respond to him here or on the other show, but there's no real point in me going back and forth with him on Twitter, even though he's just lying his ass off, like just 
blatant lies. Uh, but there's no point uh, in me to continue to give him uh, any type of visibility on Twitter. So I want you, I want you fuckers to hold me to it, uh, and I'm not going to. I'm not going to give him any more attention on Twitter. Any anything I say about him, I'm, I will. I will leave the the option open for Telegram or something like that. Uh, but the free promo's over. I put enough food on your plate, Warsi. You're gonna have to earn. You're gonna have to earn that couch. Uh, and I'll be in Portugal. I'm sure Melanie will look me up. I already have the pantsy pass. Uh, so, or wait, was that for Cording's wife? I don't know. Maybe I can get a little. Uh, Maybe I can get a little denim there. I don't know if she would let me fuck up Pira's, though. Pira's slash Worski. Disease-ridden cooch. I'm not sure that Pansy would let me uh, uh, have a little dip in that ink. I'm not sure. I'm really not. I've seen your sister, Andy. She looks like a dirty fucking slut. I bet you there ain't nothing she wouldn't do to that dick, though. That's the one thing. I can tell. I've seen the look on her face. Oh, boy. She would suck the chrome off a fucking hubcap, this dirty little bitch. This dirty little bitch, she'll carry the drugs for you. She'll do everything. Oh, man, she'll do everything. Oh. Woo! Woo! Oh, boy. Son, you fucked up. You really did. You don't, I don't, I'm not sure if you're aware of it yet. I'm not sure because you're really stupid. So I just don't know. But you really did. Also, I think I unplugged. I unplugged my fucking. Did I unplug my hard drive during the show? It had the song on it? What the fuck? Where did the. Yeah, I did. That will fuck up things. I felt my foot do that earlier, too. Okay. Alright. Now, I think that's it. If that fucking thing will come up. There we go. There's the music. I'll see you guys in the morning. Uh, I'm going to go probably. So I got to get a COVID test before I go to Portugal. The PCR test, the rapid test, um, I think I can get at the, um, I might just try to go get the rapid test tomorrow, I guess is what I'm saying. But I can also get the antigen test. I don't even. I just learned about this shit the other day. I've never taken a COVID test in my life. They have PCR, rapid PCR, and then antigen. The rapid PCR is like two or three hours. The regular PCR is two or three days. That's out. Uh, But the thing about it is you have to have a PCR within three days of your flight or an antigen within two. So I can't get the antigen test before 6 p.m. or whatever, 7, 5, I forget what it was, tomorrow. Tomorrow afternoon. That's a bunch of bullshit. Get both just in case. I thought about that. Oh, I'll look up some uh, some soccer matches. That's a good idea. Yeah, Portugal has awesome history, dude. That's another thing. Uh, if you know your history, uh, Portugal, of course, great empire, ruled the world, basically, uh, at one point. The hegemon, I guess you could say. See, my political science, that's 60 grand. <laughs> I get to say words like that. All right, now, where's that song? I'll see you guys in the morning. Tequila Sunrise. I hope you had fun tonight. Just me riffing here for the last hour and a half or so after the debate. Uh, thank you to Adam Green. Thank you to Classical Theus. Both two cool guys. I like them a lot. I like you guys a lot. Thank you for the support. Good night.